Hello and welcome to the Salcast on Saturday the 29th of November 2014. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Woo. And Robert Kemp. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> that was a woo ha ha. <laughs> In two parts, no less. Uh, no more. <laughs> no more. You're expecting a part from me. What follows woo ha ha? Kachaka, woo kachaka. Are you thinking of the music from uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, I what am, is that yes. song? I don't, I don't actually know. Hooked on, a, hooked on a feeling, right? Is it? Is it song uh, with the woo kachaka? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, yes, it is. Yes. Down feeling. Man, that film was really good. That film was so yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, that kind of beats a lot of the stuff this year, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I've probably seen like what would be regarded as critically better films this year. Such as? I know. I think like things like Interstellar have been going down pretty goddamn well. Or are we going straight to Interstellar? I, I think Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy is way better than Interstellar. I agree personally, just because yeah. I found I you know it's funny. I like funny films that are actually you know legitimately funny. But it was more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, just, that's the thing. It's yeah. just better, I think. And if not, well, I, I'm not can... necessarily. But I, I don't. I, I, I'm not a good judge of that because I don't think I'm necessarily entertained by I don't know slightly higher brow films. That's not. Come on, you like <laughs> you like some more high brow stuff. I do, but I, I'm saying I'm not as entertained. Right. If you see what I mean? Right. My, my level is pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched Hot Tub Time Machine again recently. <laughs> yeah, but that's like deliberately pitch low. That's the whole point of it. It's like the way he looks at the camera. Hot Tub Time Machine. Exactly. <laughs> it's knowingly low brown. Yeah. I haven't actually seen that though. I've seen the trailer. Oh, it's, of pretty, course, it's, pretty, is... it's pretty dumb. Right. <laughs> but okay. it's dumb in good ways. It's it's like, it's one of those films that I, I, that I only thought of afterwards. It's like, oh, I probably shouldn't be watching this with my parents. I'm not so sure. It's got, it's got uh, it little got... crude in places. Right, okay. I always do that. I don't know why. Do I you always... end up doing that, Zach? Like, watching slightly risque stuff with your parents because they happen to be in the room? No. I don't watch anything on a TV for a start, so... <laughs> do you never go into the room with the TV in? And no. Like what... Unless, unless, unless there's no football. one there, and I just turn on the news right. to see what's up, and then immediately turn it off because inevitably it's not fucking the actual news on the news channel. <laughs> Fuck you, news channel. What do you mean? It's like you go to the news channel because... And they don't talk about real news. I remember, like, distinctly, like... Some number of years ago, when it's like you'd go to the news channel and it was like every fucking 15 minutes, it's the goddamn news. Yeah. And, and it would have a like beep, beep, countdown yeah. and it'd be like, boom, now it's news. Yeah. And yeah. like, here's the headlines. But nowadays, it's all just like, I mean, finance program. When it's stuff. not like the other things where it's like, here's the finance hour and here's the sports hour and here's some other random interview thing that we did at some point. Yeah. It's like when it's not that. When it's standard rolling. When mode. it's standard like news mode, they just spend too long talking to people about every story where it's like I don't want to listen to your bullshit interviews with this guy who <laughs> probably doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about I just want to hear the goddamn headlines right so they've gone for less repetition and more content but the content isn't what you want no I don't, I don't like the bullshit talking heads interviews you want, you want the repetition so that you can come anytime get the facts yeah, and then leave after five minutes yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they reserve those shows for like the popular news times anyway like first thing in the morning or like when you get home from work that's when they run those sort of well yeah but even even the actual news is like still quite long i think you always get the the headlines at the top of the hour yeah but that's still a whole hour yeah yeah (laughs) they used to do it like every 
half an hour at least, if not 15 But then again, minutes. the news takes about half an hour just to run through. Yeah, but then like, that's because they used to interrupt it with like the headlines and then they'd go on to the next to actual story for the next chunk You could just watch the ticker. The ticker's always uh, yeah, showing that, no, isn't it? That's no good. <laughs> or, or, you know, that's go, like not enough information. Or, you know, like, here's a, a literal description of the news item. Go to BBC News website or something. Well, it? yeah, that's what I do when I'm at my computer all the time and not downstairs at the TV where I never am. <laughs> So that can't be the only thing you watch on TV because you watch football. We know that. Yeah, I do you watch, watch that, that on my computer. On, oh, you watch that on your computer. Do you watch Ratchet of the Day like off the iPlayer or something? Yeah. Is that live or do you have to? You can, Either you can oh, you right. can watch it live. Do they have the licensing to show it like at any? They time? do now. Yeah. All oh, right, that's cool. And then it goes up on iPlayer like midnight on Monday. Right. And the advantage of watching it live is because the iPlayer has the rollback. The rollback? What, so you can it, it, live... You can go back rewind. to whatever was being shown in the last, like, two hours, basically. Oh, cool. So if I... If I if also the match of the day starts at, like, half ten, but I don't get home until midnight, I can still watch it, because I can just go back to the start. Oh, I didn't know they did that yet. Yeah, that's awesome. It's amazing stuff, though. IPad. I need to make more use of it. I barely use it, and I should no, do. I, I barely do. Well, I end up just recording everything I want to watch on Sky well, and yeah. just playing it back. Yeah, so you love that. I just, I, you know, I only ever watch, like, downloaded American TV. I don't really watch much mm. British stuff, which is dumb. We should do. There's still occasionally <laughs> the problem where something's, like, not quite made it up to a catch-up service or isn't up in the correct format or, yeah. like, the HD version hasn't been uploaded or... And yeah. that's, that's not just true of iPlayer. All of the catch-up services are like this, and it's kind of, you know, it's really irritating. It's like, oh, I just missed this thing, like, by a day or so, but for some reason it's not on catch-up. Why the hell is that? And of course, they keep changing the design of the actual site to fuck it up and make it hard to find stuff for no reason. They also updated the iPlayer to make it so that most of the stuff stays on there for a whole month. Now, yeah, that's the week. yeah. They're changing it to like yeah. Is that right? Is it? Is it a month? Yeah. Yeah, it's good for everything, right? I think most they're going to start doing that. That is really good because I would always miss stuff because I I didn't watch it within a week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and there's some series <laughs> my whole. They're so long, it's going to be like three months or whatever. At that point, you can, once the series is over, you can still access the first episode so you can binge watch the whole thing or whatever. So if it's a six-episode season or series that goes over (coughs) six weeks, you could watch the whole thing once it's done Mm. and still have a little bit of grace period to to start it. So that would be much better. But yeah, that's... And then the only other thing that I've ever been looking at on TV is when I go down there and it's not the news, and I'm like, well, fuck news channel, I'll just go scroll through all the other channels that are on Freeview or whatever. So it's just like, catch random bits of dumb shows. It's like, oh, look, fucking Time Team's on War 4 again. (laughs) Of course it is. Yep. That and um, any of the, oh, what's that, that Kevin McLeod show, like the the one about building houses? Grand Designs, that's it. All right, yeah. That's always on. I usually end up on if I'm when I when I'm stuck with a freeview box and no one's around is usually when I'm visiting my mum and they've she's gone to bed or whatever. So usually it ends up being Family, Gu- family Guy on BBC Three. Oh, okay. It's just just rolling Family Guy from about eleven p.m. As far as I can tell. I don't know. Dave's pretty good. You know, just get catch up on some storage hunters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it could be. It's like, you can't you can't get Comedy Central anywhere other than Sky. Anything, mm. and it's like so yeah. you can't even get your random dosage of the always reliable friends. 
Is that what's on there? These Pretty days? much, like, every, every, okay. like throughout the entire oh, yeah. day. Because they, because they, it was E4, and then they they got rid of it and yeah. replaced it with pretty much Big Bang Theory. I imagine. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, That's uh, all my parents watch. The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yep. Fucking hell, man! I was what I used to watch that. Like now, I'm really giving up. Well, it mainstream, like, mainstreamed, didn't it? It's super like mainstreamed it, after about three seasons. Yeah. I still find it funny, but it's just not. It's not the same show. It's like it's not the whole. It's no. not what it. I mean, I read an article about it, and they they make point that it is like for what it is, it it's cleverly written, and the 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 frequency of jokes is incredibly high. Yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to a lot of shows, like it's like a joke, the three jokes, like well, it's if, a joke every ten seconds or something on average. If it is the biggest show, I'm glad it's the biggest show because man, I've never got two and a half men. No, <laughs> it's not that funny. I've never seen that. It's mm, yeah, it's another thing that Comedy Central push. Right. Like, they're pretty big on showing it, and it's like it's I don't get it. It's never been that funny. It's like that. It's seems... very tame. It's weirdly tame. Mm. I think as despite me... its subject matter about being about Charlie Sheen, you know, <laughs> it's like it's literally about Charlie Sheen. It pretty much is. That would be different. <laughs> it's pretty close. There's no tiger blood, but you know, winning. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, as mainstream American sitcoms go, that um, Big Bang Theory is fine. But I mean, you don't have to go far to get to something like Parts and Rec, which is like mm. not mainstream but close enough, and it's so much better. Um, yeah, yeah, it's still funny. It's still, you know, it's still better than most things, isn't it? I guess, like, yeah, right now. But yeah. the thing is, I need something half an hour to watch while I'm like eating or twenty five minutes. Mm. I don't want to watch. I don't want to start something that's an hour. Or fifty minutes. Uh, like, I, I, ca- I, I catch up on episodes when Gnome's not here. Like that's that's the my go to because I've got most of the third season on the on the Skybox and I've watched the first two now. Right. Right. So I, I catch up on that when she's not here. Like I just need a quick half an hour something to watch while I'm eating. That's the thing. I'm, I'm running out of those. I need like something on YouTube to fill that yeah, slot. Exactly. It's like I can't. Well, most of the time I do that. Yeah, most of the time I'll sit down <laughs> at my desk and watch game trailers or something yeah, for, right. exactly. for half an hour and. I mean, not, not game trailers. I mean, gametrailers.com. Also, actual game trailers. <laughs> I don't really watch many game trailers. I, I, yeah, I, but the, what you're watching is reviews, which are basically trailers. Because, because game trailers are ultimately even more shit than movie trailers, because all game yeah, trailers are the true. same, but you don't actually gain anything from watching them. Like, at least with a movie trailer, you can sort of get an, an idea about what the film's about and stuff like that. Game trailers? No, fuck off. There's like, they're so misrepresentative. Always. <laughs> Speaking but it's of, just all like cutscenes or fancy shots. It's no, never gameplay. Not always. <laughs> but no, I, you, you, yeah, not always. But vast majority of the time. Speaking it's like of that Dragon Age, trailers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should go back to uh, Interstellar. <laughs> but <laughs> yes. Dragon Age, though. Well, no, I was just about to say because that Dragon Age trailer is the one that's doing the rounds at the moment for I me on the that. internet, and it's just like they've done like thumping, pounding, like like music that's obviously not in the game and stuff, right. and they're just showing like fantasy battles and stuff with a camera angle that's constantly moving forward, and it's like the game is nothing like this. But they've just <laughs> but they've just basically tried to rip off the Gears of War trailer again because uh, everyone uh, tries to do that a little. It's not really. It's not <laughs> where they've got. A dramatic song as it pans through the world and shows random it's, things it's, happening. I, I, I wouldn't say it's the same as uh, yeah, it's song with panning, but it's not the same tone as the Gears no. It's of not War trying stuff. to be as like it's trying to be like the Gears of dramatic War and uh, it's like it, Gears of War is like dramatic and and somber. And, and weirdly, Whereas that's more like dramatic and pumped up, or something. And it's strangely not that far from the tone of the games either, in a in a weird way. Like the the Mad World trailer and the I have a was I have a date with death trailer, whatever it was. And it's 
it's weirdly not that far from the tone of the Gears of War games. Um, but that Dragon Age trailer has been on a lot of videos that I've seen recently. Not, not as many as that fucking Kit Kat advert, though. I'm just going to get that advert. Yes, you have. We saw it on the video oh, we were watching last Oh, week. sorry, yeah, the YouTube one, where yeah. it's like the, the split acting. Like, how is that still there? Uh, I know. How much money did they pay? How much have I not watched it, is the thing. Because yeah, exactly. I've only ever seen the first, like, 30 Five seconds, seconds <laughs> that I'm forced Before to you watch. Before you manage to skip like, that. And it's like, yeah. this, this ever is really annoying already. It's like, I don't want to watch the remaining one and a half minutes of it, or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a real long one as well. Yeah. So, like, how much money did they pay for that? Because it's been there forever. Seems like it's been there the whole year. <laughs> maybe maybe YouTube on Xbox doesn't update that often, or do you get it on the No, it's on PC. Okay. <laughs> so trailers? Yeah. We're going to say something. I guess we're about the Star Wars. About Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, there's a Star Wars trailer. Did you Teaser. see it? I have seen it. Teaser trailer. Yeah. And there's a cross, cross-shaped lightsaber. That's all I can think right. of. Yep. Well, it's okay. Let's go through the list of like dumb stuff. Okay, <laughs> the stuff. Well, I mean, for a start, it starts with a shot of some sand. Well, <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, and a dude waking up yeah. in a stormtrooper outfit in the yeah. sand, who's obviously not a stormtrooper, or like at I least, don't know. He, might, he could be a stormtrooper. But aren't they all supposed to be clones? Not no, not after the Empire. Oh, okay. No, during the Empire, well, they were That's what I meant. Not after the Empire happened. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so the, the, oh, I didn't actually know the that. The stormtroopers in the original Star Wars aren't, aren't clones because um, oh. it's easier to control the population when you can recruit half of them into the army. You see, uh, they only I, needed I the clones to set it that. up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and they yeah. only needed the clones for the Clone War. Yeah, for the Clone War, you see. <laughs> but they and, all had to fight. That's why the different helmets and stuff. Oh, okay. Dead Fair enough. And shit. Yeah. I yeah didn't actually know that. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah, the clones pretty much died off by this point, I imagine. Probably. Uh, anyway, but like, let, ha- hang on a minute. So, so this is the seventh Star Wars film. Yeah. Six of those seven films at this point. Ha- uh, I mean, it's a whole galaxy. Six of those seven films ha- are set on Tatooine, right? <laughs> is that right? <laughs> this backwater planet, right? I don't know. If- is there are there any of them that that don't have it? Empire doesn't have any Tatooine scenes, right? Yeah, that it's- must be the one. That's it, because what about Revenge of the Sith, the last prequel? Does that have Tatooine in it? Um, not that I can remember. remember. Well, maybe it is. Maybe that one got, it was without it as well. No, it must have been. It was in, in the second some, one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was in the first one, and it was and in Phantom Menace and in Attack of the Clones, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't remember it in the, third. in the third. There might have been a clip of like some fights or something happening in the war, or, I guess, but I don't think it was important. No. Okay, maybe it's not so bad, but I still think like, but um, that is kind of assuaged because there are various other scenes in this in this short trailer that are clearly on different loads of well, different planets. Like there's the the lake or whatever is clearly on a temperate planet. Yeah, and then you've got and then but you've they've got been the, to temperates before. Oh no, but I mean you've only got so many biomes. Let's just say you've only got so many biomes, Earth biomes to make planets out of. But you've the sand got, one yeah. is like the laziest one. The it's sand- like it's just fucking sand. We yeah. don't even have to CG anything. It's yeah, just fucking right. sand. But it kind of looks like Star. Like, I'd it say looks the, like Star Wars. The, yeah, yeah, the sand looks like Star Wars because yeah. it's what we're used to. Exactly. Right? So it does make sense. But still, at the same time, it's like, why do you have to go back to Tatooine every time? But yeah, yeah I mean, that's yeah, fine. What are they going okay. to do on Tatooine this time? It's not like there's. Is there anything important there any longer? That's the question. Well, we're going to find out. But apparently, <laughs> well, like, multiple yeah, main characters are going to be there because we've got the guy and the and the lady on the on the speeder bike thing. 
Are they uh, just going to fucking have like sand people turn up again? Well, clearly, because <laughs> the 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 girl on the speed bike has a sand person is in like sand person style robes, I guess. But yeah. she's 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 got a hand the background is sanded. She's got a sand person staff thing attached on the side of the. Is it a sad person stuff, It looks very like it, although it disappears in the next shot. So it's not like, like a vibro blade or something. Well, who knows what kind of... Because vibro blades were probably made up for that more nice Steel Republic game, weren't they? Yeah, they're in the film. Are they? Because General Grievous is... Oh, uh, yeah. They're really stupid, though. <laughs> I hope they don't have those dumb things. Anyway, so yeah. So John Boyega, the, the, the British guy, pops up at the start, right? Have you seen Attack the Block? He's really good in that. So yeah, I have I, seen Attack the Block, yeah. I, so I think that's going to be super cool. And I really like that because he's, he's like terrified and you can hear just all you need is just the sound of the probe droid from Empire going, and you know he's in trouble because he's probably been found or whatever. Yeah, but he's a stormtrooper. Yeah, but is he though? Or is he just doing what Luke and... and dressed up in a stormtrooper. Yeah, just like in the first Wars. Well, the other question is why, why like... Where did this pro-droid come from? Like, well, yeah. why, who, what Empire parts are still looking Exactly, are still looking. Because then you've got a scene in a dropship with a whole bunch of what are clearly stormtroopers with, like, high-tech new uniforms and weapons and stuff that are about or, to go... Or maybe not... Maybe just, like, new imaginings new... of the same armour. <laughs> oh, like, retconned. No, I think they must be new versions because uh, it's 30 years later or something. So anyway, and the, door... well, the fact that the Empire still exists for you. Yeah, yeah that's the I, question. I have Tatooine proof. Like, it's not in uh, episode six. But it's it is in, in three. All, but it is in three. There yeah. you go. So it's in six out of out of seven films at this point. The only film that's not in is Empire. Yeah, I can't remember where that was. I though, think it's in only briefly in, yeah. in Revenge. Anyway, so. Or maybe, is it one of those like flashback shots of something, or is someone dying, or is there a funeral pyre, or something that they just did it on Tatooine for no reason? Probably. Well, that, no, I know why, because they deliver the baby Luke to, to the, uh, uh, the room, uh, and Owen, so it's like a brief scene at the I end. I guess, yeah. Um, and he goes into Obi Wan goes into hiding there. I guess. Yeah. So yes. Yes. There sense. you go. Precisely right. It's right. that. It's that scene at the end. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, okay. And then, so they're 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 in a dropship, and then and the door opens into like nighttime, like maybe a city with like rain coming down, like Blade Runner style. Like, where are they? Where yeah. are they going? Coruscant. Like, yeah, obviously they're on Coruscant. It's the only city. Okay, <laughs> so that's cool. So Coruscant there, and 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 then. And then, but okay. aren't they just ticking Star Wars boxes at I this point? Yeah, so, necessarily, because you got. And then, so, and then the other. Okay, another dumb thing. The girls on this speeder bike thing. What the hell is that thing? It's the dumbest thing ever. Is it just the engine from a pod racer that they just <laughs> yeah. turned into? Supposedly, like the box. background in one of the scenes with that little weird robot thing, like the background has pod racers in it and stuff. So well, yeah. yeah, that looked like old pod racer engines. But the design of that thing, it looks totally unwieldy. How does it even stay upright? What is in that huge box? Like, if you compare it to it's a speeder bike. It's all stabilizer. <laughs> I, I think it might be like a removals van and you put like a piano in that bit. and it has this hilariously tiny little plastic uh, or or whatever um, glass windshield thing which is nowhere near big enough to actually protect the the rider who has to wear goggles or whatever I think probably on Tatooine everyone has to wear goggles goggles all the time so she's wearing the goggles she looks cool but but that that... why don't they build like a proper enclosed ship on Tatooine like what's wrong with just having a windshield that makes sense (sighs) I don't know too much glass so, so that thing is. Can you not see through the glass when the sand gets on it? Is that it? Or <laughs> maybe? 
But that thing looks totally weird and unstable. Like, you wouldn't want to go around a corner in that thing. Could they not just, like, if they've got this repulsor technology or this anti-grab stuff, yeah. right, to keep these things off the floor, couldn't they just set up a field in front of the driver so it pushes any sand coming at you just slightly out of the way? Out of the way, yeah. It's probably wasting power, though. They probably, it's, like, probably power-hungry. Well, maybe. maybe. But, yeah. but then there's enough to lift this fucking huge, weird misshapen lump of metal that she's writing. <laughs> Maybe it's a Jawa speeder. They like giant huge cubes. They do. <laughs> That's true. Maybe it's some kind of Jawa thing, yeah. Maybe. It does look a, it's kind of red like the like the, yeah, like the sand crawlers. So that thing is weird. I don't understand that. The the droid is kind of cool, the kind of it's like an astronaut droid but it's got a big ball like that. It. It's going, ah! well it could work with magnets. like so I, yeah magnets <laughs> so shit. I don't know. Is, is that do you reckon that's going to be their attempt at Comedy or comedic relief, or yeah, they'll like, do droid comedic relief. It's the best kind. <laughs> the, the, yeah, is it going to re- replace R two units? You reckon? Uh. But that should be in every film. Yeah, they can't uh, replace R two. R two might any... probably be in it. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe it maybe. wouldn't make any He's sense in every film. It wouldn't make any sense for that to be an astro droid because well, it's got the dome shaped top. Though. Yeah, but the whole point of it is like you need a bit to attach it to the ship, and the sphere is really inconvenient. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the true. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a different kind it could of... just fall into a hole, wouldn't it? It just goes... <laughs> it certainly move a lot faster than R2 on. Well, he has a few rocket pieces there. <laughs> yeah, but that's dumb. They shouldn't, <laughs> they shouldn't have had that shit. <laughs> well, they should have just left R2 like a Dalek. <laughs> I, no, he's got that third leg thing. Well, <laughs> as much help as that. Yeah. So he can, like, motor. Right? You can, like, w- w- sort of walk. walk. And then he can <laughs> really motor. Really badly. Presumably <laughs> stairs are a problem for him if he couldn't, couldn't that, use his rockets. He does that in in episode two, though, where there's that bridge over the canal and they're walking and he's miles behind climbing up the stairs and then he reappears directly behind him. <laughs> <and he's gone. laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that, that's the droid. And then suddenly we're north of the wall in um, Westeros or wherever, <laughs> and the guy's walking and he l- lights up his lights cross oh, yeah, shaped yeah. lightsaber thing. So cross shaped lightsaber, what? He's going to cut his hand off. Well, it's like as I was saying, it's going to hurt. It works in theory uh, in like because it's basically replicating an actual sword where it has a hilt, a hilt, and the whole yeah. point of the hilt is to protect your hand. Yeah, works in theory. Apart from there's well, clearly the sideways blade isn't close enough to the vertical to the blade where you yeah. can slice straight through. Exactly. <laughs> I know, it's just a thought. The hilt isn't normally made of blade. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean the, the only thing that actually stops a lightsaber is, is another, another lightsaber. lightsaber. So, yeah. it would have to be, <laughs> so it would have to be made. Yeah, of but it doesn't look like like from the picture that the actual guard bit where your hand could butt up against doesn't seem big enough. Like you, you could quite easily just like there's a little bit there we'd probably nudge it, but then right here there's still lightsaber. I don't think you're butting so, your hand up against anything. It's like a I mean, normal lightsaber is just really like a fucking tube, perfectly smooth tube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but who knows what would happen in a fight? You know, you might get nudged, nudged, and that thing would. Like, well, that depends down. whether there's any force applied. It depends whether, like, the clash of the lightsaber actually applies force to the handle or not. That's never really. Well, it sort of would, wouldn't it? Because you'd feel it. Because it would be like you'd, it would stop. <laughs> would you? I don't think that's ever been shown to be the case. It must. Do you think the reason why they don't have hilts is because when you clash lightsabers, they don't actually slide? Slide, they yeah, stick they like or something. Oh yeah, they do kind of stick. But they do they? sometimes yeah. slide up. Slide, and down a bit, yeah, they, they do a bit. So, because that, that's the problem with the classic lightsaber design without the hilt, is you just slide and then chop the guy's yeah, hand exactly. off immediately, and that's the end of the yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's why you need the hilt. 
But you're just right. It it would be perfect if they didn't have that tiny little bit of generator that, like... Where the gap is. Where the gap is that screws (laughs) the whole thing up. Exactly where you need the bit. There's no, like, official law on, like, how much friction is imparted upon two lightsabers touching, so maybe that That is quite... probably is. Well, there might not be any longer. No, it's probably invalidated. Yeah, Yeah. they invalidate. They don't care about it. Well, like the lightsaber being somewhat sparky and unstable looking. Yeah. Yeah, it did look... But that's kind of cool, because... It does look cool, don't get me wrong, but it's like... That's, yeah. is, are they breaking? Is this like what's wrong with this lightsaber? Because the original maybe law, it's not a lightsaber at all. Maybe it's yeah. a plasma sword. <laughs> yeah, because the, the original law the was that if you didn't align the crystal using the force correctly, it would just explode. Right? Yeah, mm. that was the original. That's why Jedi have lightsabers because they're yeah. the only ones that can do it. They're the only ones that can make them. Yeah, um, which is cool. I like that law, so I hope they don't invalidate that. But, but they just wanted to make black. a cool cross shape. They were like, they were in a meeting. They were like, "Well, we did two ended. What are we going to do?" Yeah, <laughs> basically, we need three. So yeah, like, oh, how we can we, how we, can we, <laughs> we do three? Uh, so they were like, "Let's do it like cross shape." They heard cool. us talking about the noodle tea and thought how they could apply that to lightsabers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> lightsaber tea. It's not, tea saber. So that's that scene, and then X wings. X-Wings 30 years later that look virtually the same, which is cool, and they sound exactly like X-Wings, but now they're flying like super, super low, low over over a lake. It's a cool-looking shot. I mean, it showed it off the, the, cool. the CG looks good. Looks you know, great. If you put it next to the like uh, like any of the previous films, I guess, that just stands out. Oh, so yeah. It's a, it's a high-quality shot. Was there any any old lore versions of like space fighters that came after the X-Wing that we knew about? I but mean, they invalidated the well, no, universe, didn't they? So there's is nothing... there any that would have been any designs that they might have looked at and been like we could probably still use that <laughs> I don't, I don't remember what comes after X-Wings because Z95 Headhunter is before it's before I think they mostly just use A-Wings and X-Wings in the extended universe I don't think they had any sequel craft they really did they keep wiring wings well they were out of date by the time of yeah. the start of the first Star Wars that's why they're bombers because they, they're shitty and slow <laughs> yeah so um not like I remember. There were a whole bunch of new of tie designs, yeah. yeah, for the for the remnants of the Empire and the tie defenders or whatever, the insanely powerful shit and the and the AI tie fighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't remember any. But there probably are because they, obviously they already basically did their riff off X wing in the prequels where they had the six pronged wings. Oh, that was, the... <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. But the thing is, the JJ Abrams film, the new one, there's they've already shown a new design X wing, but they weren't the ones in the sh- in the trailer. No. They were the classic design. Um, because the new design X wing looks very similar but it has like um, big round uh, half moon intakes. Uh, that marry up into like a circle but yeah, yeah. when it when it splits you've got two up, half yeah. moons. Uh, which but, is different but, to, but, like, do you reckon circles? there'll be a moment where they'll just be like introducing someone to their craft and it's like oh yeah, we've, we've got this just in this is special there's like there's not many of these and there's like there's a new X-Wing <laughs> the new X-Wing is, and then they have some bad. establishing panning shot <laughs> <laughs> but I like them flying over the lake because the original Star Wars trench run was a homage to the Dambusters and now they're literally doing a Dambusters run over well, the lake that, that, that could just be a flyby like you know they're just going somewhere but why would you like they're in X-Foil formation though they've got the yeah. they're in the tack formation the S-Foils are locked in attack position <laughs> they're true. clearly and he looks quite determined right he looks like he's going in for attack doesn't yeah, he exactly. he looks um, in that shot so there's clearly something exciting happening there. I mean I know they couldn't change the uniform but that uniform has always looked real dumb like it's like, the orange the, they did yeah. sort of change it. it it is a little different yeah, yeah but it still looks weirdly dated but that's because they can't on purpose yeah, yeah. which is kind of weird um, and then the final 
insane Star Wars music comes in and yeah. the insane shot of the Millennium Falcon doing a loop the loop and with like vapor trails coming off doing, the doing thing and then doing a crazy barrel doing roll. extremely low flying as well and then, that seems kind of weird it's like they've just, yeah. for some reason in, it's in a, a space fighting like movie, yeah. they've decided to have all their space flight action happen about 10 feet off the ground in the trailer <laughs> that's cool I like that and, ground um, wars I hope they have some some space fights too but yeah that looks so good the CG for that looked really yeah, and, then, look good. and then brief split, split second of classic TIE fighters screaming along mm. and attacking it and do you notice a lot of people are pointing this out, but they it's got the Millennium Falcon's got a new radar dish. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that's that's actually kind of smart. Yeah, right? after the one that got knocked off in the by freaking Lando or whoever yeah. was flying the thing. It was Lando, the Jewish, the Jewish alien. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, yeah, and that was cool, Millennium Falcon. So yes, there's my. There's, there's analysis, hope, but you know, as, awesome. as with any teaser trailer, as I was saying earlier, you can cut any you can't film tell. into just you can't tell from any trailer whether it's good. No, but that style of trailer in particular, you just need to like in that particular case, all you need is some sort of ominous voiceover and or just a soundtrack that occasionally goes blah. Well, <laughs> there you go. You've got a teaser trailer. Well, I'll tell you, I can contrast it with the teaser trailer for Jurassic World, which had some of the worst dialogue I've <laughs> oh, ever man. heard. Oh, okay, <laughs> what right. the you're, fuck was going on? Right, they didn't. They didn't need to do much with that trailer but somehow they did too much and it looks terrible the plot line sounds why There's you've so got, many, you've the, got dinosaurs why do you have to invent a like Godzilla dinosaur yeah, like, I know, I know what they're trying to do they're trying to like in the in the case of like those shots they're trying to say oh look they're, they're doing the first like this is so reminiscent of the first film with the shot for shot recreation almost just with like Pretty hey much. look what we can do now with our CG budget we can make this work Whatever. And it's but yeah, it's just like something about it just feels so off. It's because they didn't they didn't do the thing. If they just faded into a shot of a dinosaur, faded out, faded into a shot of slight menace, perhaps that one they use with the claws up the wall, and then perhaps a shot of Chris Pratt looking really scared for a moment or slightly disturbed, and then just said Jurassic World, that's a teaser. That's all you need. Yeah. It's like that's like if it was Jurassic World was more like a proper trailer than I a guess teaser. So. Yeah. If they can have like some kind of giant Godzilla-ish dinosaur. It's going to be crap. Surely this is just going to <laughs> turn. Gonna be crap. Surely this is just going to turn into King Kong. It's exactly. like a giant monkey will turn up to fight it. <laughs> yeah. Why would I care about that? I, the whole point is they're real dinosaurs. <laughs> that was the whole point. T Rex. You can't upstage T Rex. Well, you can. You shouldn't. Like ultrasaurs. They, they, yeah. They are legitimately bigger than T Rexes. Yeah. T Rexes weren't the biggest. No. Version of that type of dinosaur. I guess <laughs> not. Yeah. I just think. And, and like, I like Chris Pratt, but that line just... What was it? What kind of dinosaur they cooked up in their lab or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? He, said, he, he looks like Burt Macklin, the, the comedy character in Parks and Rec. It's not, not going to have Jeff Goldblum in it, so, you yeah. know, it's, it's already not as good. I thought he was supposed to be in it. What's, what's he going to be in? Oh, he, he's in Independence, Independence Day. Day. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. But Will Smith isn't. Yeah. Boo. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Films. So, Interstellar, then. <laughs> Uh, that, that film's pretty great, but it plays fast and loose with science, man. It really does. It's like there are some bits that are great right. and other bits where it's just suddenly, oh, yeah, this thing that we did earlier in the film, forget that. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Escape velocity. Yeah. 
fuck that shit, basically. It's like the film just goes, oh yeah, we need a massive rocket to take off. No, yeah, that's my favourite plot hole. But, but then a planet with a higher um, gravity. See, they just, just fly off yeah, in a little spaceship thing. It's so dumb. <laughs> that is my favourite hole in the whole thing. And just it's like, like that, they that, go out of their way to say, oh, gravity's much stronger on this thing. Yeah. And then they're like, wee! <laughs> in this thing, where's the fuel in this thing? What What is the engine powering these weird... And they do like, it multiple times yeah. as well. And it's just like, that just really bothers me. It's like, you've totally just lost it at that's that point. Bullshit. It's so like, what is special about Earth that means you need these enormous rockets yet everywhere else is fine? That was so dumb. It's the mix of some stuff that they're trying to make it serious and other stuff where they just said, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Um, which, I <laughs> don't like that mix. I don't like that it do, mix. Yeah, it doesn't always work. And, like, without, I suppose, not going crazy spoilerific. Um, so, uh, I don't know how I feel about that ending. Right. You know, it's just a little too out there. Well, I don't know how I feel about the whole... F- Goddamn film! I I, I, I enjoyed it. Script. Don't get me wrong; it's a long film, and I didn't at any point feel bored. I did. I got bored in places. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. One or two spots, I got bored. The ending might have been a little long, like the actual ending, ending, not the sort of end sequence. Yeah. That causes resolution, but the actual bit at the end, right, I think, yeah. perhaps went on a bit long. Yeah, sure. In a sort I, of I, not quite a Lord of the Rings style. Um, I can't remember. I remember thinking to myself, "I'm a bit bored." In the middle, somewhere. I can't remember exactly what was going on. I think it was oh, like what, they with, were on with, Earth and with, Earth. with Matt Damon. Mm, no, I think that it, bit might have ran on a little long, but I think it was probably scenes with the 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 son and daughter back on Earth. Oh, like, okay, the yeah, yeah. They, and, they did they did linger on that quite a bit, a bit but, like, I, but I guess that was the point, isn't it? They, yeah. If they didn't do that, I'm not sure it would have had the amount of yeah power that it ended up having. Yeah, but. I guess not. But and I just found like the whole like. The, the, I found the exposition, expository dialogue to be really clunky and there to be tons of it. Like, the whole first hour is characters talking to each other, explaining how the world, the world works, works. Yeah. which, I mean... But then I, they don't do enough of it in a weird way. It's like they, they're, they're, what they're saying doesn't necessarily actually fill out the world, no. does it? Like, the important bits that we know very little about, it's like, oh, yeah, all the crops are dying. Why? Blight. Okay. Uh, end story. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, not important for that. No, it isn't. Really. It isn't. No. But, so, but it, they, they spend so long on Earth at the start, you kind of want to know more about... I mean, they have that whole scene right at the start where he goes to his daughter's school to, like, talk about his daughter's behaviour. And then they spend, like, oh, ten the, minutes talking about, like, how the, Apollo program was, like... Faked and was stuff. Faked all, and the, all, all the subtle, like, politics Like, stuff. you would never talk about that stuff in that situation. Like, none of that makes any fucking sense. No. And, like, the funny thing is that you've got these great some really good actors in it um, who do marvels trying to make that stuff sound believable when in mm. fact if you just look at the words of what they're saying it's total <laughs> it's so clunky quite work, yeah. yeah I mean the best scene uh, I still think it's a great film despite all of this but it's just yeah it's one of those ones that's like the detail as soon as you start digging yeah it, or as soon as you start really thinking about it it's like it's yeah. the aftermath of watching the film is worse than watching the film yeah, but I was I was screaming these questions while I was in the cinema, personally. Especially, for example, that flying off the planet. I don't, I don't know, did you see it in IMAX? Yeah, I saw it in 17mm, oh. like, oh. The, the the print, basically, it's, that they showed for the premiere in Leicester Square. I it's saw. so good. Uh, it was pretty amazing. It's uh, like, it, it, they do, apparently, they, I didn't notice, but apparently they do that thing where it's like some of it isn't actually filmed in proper IMAX. So right. It's like it's doing what Batman used to and yeah. doing the weird sort of frame changing yeah. and I never actually noticed and apparently that's sort of on purpose because right. there are 
there are bits where they wanted to show like the awe of the universe or the right. or of space or something, and it cuts to the IMAX view, and it's like, and you don't notice it, but it, the, like the the, 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 the slight increase in frame makes you go wow. Yeah, like some of those shots of like the going through the wormhole with all the lensing stuff, and some of the shots of the shots of the, my favorite space shots were just the shots of Saturn. Pretty yeah, much. they were really good. They were better than the shots of the 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 black hole thing, which was cool, but. I, well, I just like that. the fact that the, the amount of, like, regardless of how it looks, the fact that they actually tried to. It's one of the first times they looked at that much detail in what a black hole might actually look at, and actually did. Yeah, there, there's real science involved that had never been done before, and that made them land on that look. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that did look cool. And it's like okay, that's cool. This is the movie industry actually, in theory, doing something good other than making a film. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say. I mean, visually. Um, I really like. Oh, there are certain effects. There's one effect I don't like, like, but yeah, I I would say, um, like in terms of visual space shots, I would say sort of, it uh, Interstellar and Gravity are pretty neck and neck. I would say. What do you think of the like the 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 sound design? Because that gnome didn't get on with the sound because of the way it was like so loud, like in music fuzz. I guess that it was blocking out a lot of the dialogue. I really liked that because I thought that the effect of it was yeah. adding gravity to a situation that would otherwise would have been pretty quiet, probably other than like a beeping warning and them going, "Yep, we're in trouble now." Yeah, you know, it's like they had to do something, and I think they by going so over the top with it. Yeah, I really liked it. I've heard a lot of people complain about it, and but and I don't know about because I saw it in this cinema in this IMAX version and stuff, so I don't know if the mix was good on mine. But I agree with you; I thought it was really good. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I thought the the Hans Zimmer the music was good and everything, mm. and the score and, and the way yeah the sound design of the sudden changes in like yeah. dynamic range worked really well for me. So I mean, I guess I, I guess like I enjoy it simply because it is so different from you know and i guess nolan kind of does this all the time but his your films, kind of average cinema experience yeah you know his films always stand out and they're always if nothing else incredibly fascinating to watch and be a part of i just thought it was really like, let down by some of the dialogue i thought i thought it was almost embarrassing some of the things they were saying like i almost felt bad like i was squirming in places because <laughs> i thought this is so bad <laughs> seriously okay in places, i, I, I was problem, like oh but... my god <laughs> what the hell but yeah um, yeah, I'm not sure I ever had that problem. Uh, I mean, some scenes... Robots, were... come on, robots. Oh, uh, the robots were cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't understand the, the, the design of them made no sense. <laughs> no, but... Uh, <laughs> but they were cool. <laughs> they are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I warmed up to them, yeah. Um, Although I, I did in the back of my head at one point go, is Dinklage doing this? <laughs> is there a wizard on the moon? Well, they did what Star Wars <laughs> did. That you were saying Star Wars has to do by having the comic relief be the robots. They yeah. did that. And that worked It would do nicely. Work really yeah. well. Because um, it is quite a very serious mm. film, so it needed a little bit. Yeah. Of, and people were laughing, so that was cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool yeah. film. I'd, yeah. I'd still, on my rec- you know, I'd still recommend it. Yeah. You should go see it. I think overall... I wasn't keen on it, but um, it definitely had good elements. It was very, very mixed for me. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Have you seen that shizzle? No. Or anything about it? No. Well, I've seen things about it. Do you care to see anything like that? Well, here's my plan. Okay. Over over the week over Christmas. We didn't spoil it or anything, did we? I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. The week over Christmas, I'm going to be alone at the house because my parents are going away. And they have a subscription to Now TV on their TV, so I can just go through the film library and see what's there. So I'm going to watch all kinds of dumb shit over Christmas. 
You not, mean, probably not that. That's yeah, probably no, not Now TV will be relatively dated, I think. But. You're not alone in the house at Christmas. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. You have to come over or something. That's what I've been saying. It's like when you need to get you involved somewhere, you can quite easily come over. Well, I totally do not need to get involved with anything. <laughs> Are you looking for food? <laughs> Come on, food. That's all. Yeah, food. That's what half that is about. <laughs> that would be the only thing. But it's just like it's not like it would have been really that different if they had been there. I'd just be in my room instead of in front of the TV watching dumb shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I guess you'll have a whole bunch of new Steam games to play on that particular day. So. In theory. So. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, yeah we'll, gonna, we'll think of something. I'm yeah. sure I'll be able to watch several films that I haven't watched. In yeah. The past. Well, Interstellar, how, what are you going to de- get hold of that, download that or something? I don't know. Or maybe I'll find Probably another not. time when no one's around and it eventually makes it onto the Now TV. Yeah, it'll be a while till it makes yeah, it onto the yeah. service. I don't know if it'll be that long. Well, it'll be in cinemas for quite a while longer because yeah. they've been yeah. making money it's been out of it. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and presumably now TV will get because it's owned by Sky. They'll get things after things like Sky Box Office and stuff get a hold of it because mm. you know Sky will want to shift that on Box Office, oh, yeah, make a little bit more cash out of it. And... But you know, if it's on Sky Movies, it will probably turn up on now TV. Not the box yeah, office. I, I think you're right. Once it's made it to Sky Movies, yeah, it will turn up there. So anyway, video games. Yeah, this yeah. podcast about video games. That's my catchphrase. No. no. <laughs> Uh, any news? Well, it's a bit light on the ground, I think, on proper news. Well, we've got, uh, we've all the got, games are out. Yeah. They're mostly busted. Um, that is the most news, is that games don't work. That's not the most... Well, it's mainly the That's the main news, news yeah. Everything's but it's not fun. the most important news. No. What's that? The most important news is a special edition of things we haven't been playing. <laughs> no, really? Well, okay, oh, oh, okay, yeah. If we, Let's get uh, that out of the okay. way first. We've not been playing Smash Bros. It's like, it supposedly came out yesterday... But I totally haven't got my copy, and it partly because and like it's it, you can get hold of copies of Smash Bros if you're not interested in the GameCube adapter, or you could also just download it. Of yeah, of course, there's a digital version. But I totally want that GameCube adapter. Of course you do, because it's like it solves the biggest problem for me, which would be buying four bloody new controllers to play that thing. And it's like I don't or even do one. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I could play on the GameCube, I suppose. I mean, one new. more. Yeah. Even if you were going to buy I controllers, mean, yeah, you you'd can... want to buy the GameCube thingy. I mean, yeah, you the, could use Wii ones. remotes, but that would suck. You suck. could use the classic controllers attached <laughs> to a Wii remote, but that would also suck. And it's like, so you'd want to get the pro controllers, like, if you are going to get one, right? Yeah. But it's all the new GameCube controllers that apparently are likely only to work with Smash Brothers and nothing else, so that seems like a bad value proposition. I saw that, that you, there's someone making uh, GameCube controllers with extra, like, um, you know, uh, turbo modes and switches and stuff, mm. and they uh, that are themed on, like, you can get a Pokemon one or a, or a Mario okay. Luigi one, and they plug into Wiimotes rather than the Oh, adapters. yes, yeah, 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 I've um, seen those. Yeah, yeah, those are the, I think those are the new and they GameCube with, controllers, yeah. but... And they um, weren't with any... Well, oh, okay, they're, they're classic happy, are they? Yeah, okay. they're classic, I think so. Oh, okay. Anyway. I, yeah, okay, I think some of those are official. So that might be a good option. Um, in future, but right now we want the GameCube. Yeah, because it's just it's the it makes the most sense. Yeah, and so I, I had my suspicions like um, the morning yesterday where I checked out my order and it it hasn't even been dispatched. And it's like normally, um, you know, even even if they're behind, whoever you're ordering from are behind on their pre-orders or whatever and stuff like that, it will be dispatched release day if mm. not before. You know, that's the usual plan. Um, yeah, this hasn't happened, and it's still labelled on mine as awaiting stock pick. 
Which means it hasn't even been picked up from a fucking warehouse somewhere. Right. Which then makes me think, do they actually have it? Oh, no, yeah. they and don't. it's like, yeah, turns out nobody cocking has it. Well, I heard about this from the American launch like a week beforehand when like a bunch of the American stores didn't have any stock either. Mm. They were like, we were only given two of these and then we <laughs> sold them and now we don't have any. I actually went to... For the, the very rare times I do this, I actually went into town yesterday because mm-hmm. um, I had some banking stuff to deal with. Um, and you went and to the I, one game shop in the, in well, the town that two, we live in. There's two. Oh, okay, there's technically There's two, two versions of game, and I wandered into HMV as well, just in case, but HMV didn't have any copies of the base game. <laughs> um, that had all sold out. And it's like, it's 50 quid if you go to town and get it, which is like, just for the game, which is bonkers. 50 um, quid? Yeah. It's a crazy high number. Yeah. It's like... It's just so much more expensive if you went online, because that was it, that's more than the price I've paid for the version with the GameCube adapter. Um, so yeah, nowhere had it in stock. I actually asked a dude at both game stations, like, "Have you got? Have you had this in stock?" And they were like, "No, we haven't had any of them. We haven't ha- even had the standalone adapter." Um, so bricks and mortars haven't received anything. Well, that's because they wasted all their stock on the American market. <laughs> and when they came to the European release, they were like, well, no, we haven't got any to give you. It's a whole different... Oh, I suppose with the peripheral, yeah. Yeah. The, the game would be a whole different build, wouldn't it? But So, yeah, like, Nintendo royally fucked this one up somehow. Mm. So it's all... Nintendo or, Europe. Or, or maybe is it just the, the fact that they tried to do it here, at least on Black Friday weekend, and the supply line was just clogged i don't know i think there was suggestions someone was suggesting uh, during the american launch that they just didn't care that much they were just like we're only going to make a very limited number of these and if they also sell out great but we don't really care about whether the are going to be massively mm. understocked that sucks though because they must have like, like the fact that they were making it at all suggested that they realized suggested that, that they did care yeah <laughs> it's poor show Either way. 50 quid, that. Well, it's poor show on everyone's front. Like, one, for Nintendo perhaps not making any, and two, for the retailers not knowing how many they'll get and overselling. Like, Well, that's not really their fault, though. Because <laughs> Nintendo... No, but you shouldn't sell unless you know how many you're going to get, really. Or at least well, set think... some suitably low number until you've told how many you're getting. Well, they can't do that. Not for, like, a huge retailer like Amazon. They just assume they're going to get as many as they sell. But you shouldn't. That's what I mean. You shouldn't. No one should do that. No one should sell what they don't have. Like, it just leads to problems for everyone. It's, it's just something like something that Nintendo has done historically, really, <coughs> isn't it? They don't. They never tell people how much of anything they're going to make. In any case, again, they shouldn't. It's like I'm not saying I'm not. None of what you're saying sounds defensible to me. It's like it's just yeah, they it's just bad business. Well, I'm saying that I'm saying that in this case, it's still not the retailer's fault for overselling because it's always been the case that they just never get told how much is coming out of Nintendo so they just that's just what they do now <laughs> I've, I've got this shit with the iPhone 6 right because it's not in stock anywhere right and it's fair enough you just you know you manufacture them at a certain rate or whatever and then you yeah, sell yeah, them yeah. immediately and, you, and maybe there's some advantage to Apple to keeping them scarce or whatever for some reason and you don't want to get ramp up your manufacturing to a point where once you've sold all the initial lot you've got over capacity in there your is a desirability problem yeah, that it's weird. It's you know, in the sense that it becomes more desirable if there are less of them, and everyone yeah. wants it. It's... But for me, O2, the people I want to buy it from because they're my, yeah. uh, my they're my operator, mm-hmm. they're losing money on me because every oh, yeah. month, every month I don't buy it, I'm paying a much lower rate. Yeah, sure. So, so someone's was, fucking up somewhere. And that was Nintendo's problem with the Wii, wasn't the first one? It's like, yeah, okay, they ended up making a shit ton of money on it, but when it first came out, it was so scarce. 
that I reckon, you know, they, they could have made probably more money at launch price by just having the stock. Like, you know, because obviously the price then dropped off over time as mm-hmm. it eventually came became available. And it's, uh, you know, they just made more money if they had the stuff. It's not like there isn't a whole legion of rabid Smash Brothers fans like myself that just want to play this shit. Yeah. How many, though? That's still the question. And so what have you heard about it? It's good, right? Yeah, That's basically. Everyone says okay. it's really awesome. Cool. <clears throat> awesome. Well, we'll get your next time, hopefully. I, I, I'm not sure I've heard oh, yeah. any news on whether people, like, because the hardest of the hardcore consider Melee the one to play because it's apparently a right. more balanced, actual, competitive game compared yeah. to Brawl. Um, well, and, because Brawl introduced random, the way it's like the tripping and stuff, that yeah. fucks up the competitive. Exactly. I like, heard this are, is less random than exactly, Brawl. Exactly, yeah, yeah. They've, they've yeah. come back a little, but there's no. I haven't heard any official word from the competitive, or I haven't seen any word from like competitive if players. this replaces Melee. Yeah, to say if this is actually finally the one to do that. So I can't judge it in that respect, or I can't judge it at all, but you know. <laughs> It'll probably take them a while to re- decide on that. Yeah, of yeah. course it will, but it's... Man, I don't I don't really care if it's good or bad in the sense that like because it's always going to be Smash Bros. And Smash Bros. to me is kind of infallible. Mm. And the fact that it's in HD is enough. Yeah, but that I, is for me, that is enough. But you Just want it the, to be good on top of that, it sounds like it is, so yeah. we're cool. Um yeah. Fifty quid, man. I heard I read a story it, that yeah. um that the the general rise in price of video games, probably because of the new consoles and stuff. Mm has apparently, I don't really understand how, but apparently it's had a significant impact on the rate of inflation in the UK. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is a, one of the drivers of high inflation has been the the rising cost of video games. Huh. Well, I suppose it's seen as a... Well, it sells... If they, I wonder if they they probably sell, like, pretty... In terms of, like, money, I guess, close to how much DVDs sell for, like... Yeah. In terms of raw money spent nowadays. Yeah, that's true. Especially because so, like, no one's freaking buying DVDs and they're all on Netflix. But then do you, do you add, like, would you attribute, the, say, the higher cost of games because of next gen as to being like certain franchises like Call of Duty, for instance, just aren't selling as much as they used to? Cause, well, maybe. Like, people can't actually buy them that. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm aware of the fact that the price is higher, so I buy less new. Yeah. And it's becoming more and more the case with me now that I just don't buy so much at release. I think a lot of games are, are still selling heavily. Like GTA Five just came out again, and it's selling like yeah, hotcakes. selling hotcakes. So I mean, um, I think the I reason like the, the reason Call of Duty, I think Call of Duty has gone down because uh, because it's saturated. Mm. Call of Duty syndrome, and I think Assassin's Creed isn't selling because it's busted. Because everyone knew yeah. it's bad. So yeah. like <laughs> like I think these are the reasons rather than it being because it's. Because I think I think people well, I'd be yeah, willing ghosts. to pay like more. I think for because I know what goes into some of these things. If it if it's good, like GTA Five, for example, I'd be willing to pay more f- for that than games than older games because I know how much more I guess, went yeah, into yeah. it. Um, it's like um yeah, you're right. Call of Duty last it's, at least with Ghosts at least you could argue that everything leading up to the release of Ghosts wasn't painting that game as a particularly no. new and exciting <laughs> game. It was just like oh, this is Call of Duty, they're doing Modern Warfare again with a different story and calling it a different name. Yeah. Because that's pretty much all it was. Um, and that's all it turned out to be. No one was wrong there. Yeah. Um, 
But then you look at Advanced Warfare and it had something new going for it. You know? Is it not selling? It must be selling. I, I, I don't know. I don't I'm know sure if, it's probably I'm sure, fine. I'm not sure official figures I mean, I think out, you've but... still got a split market with the, even though it's a year after the consoles launched, there's still people who haven't bought them or whatever. Speaking so of sales they're... figures, apparently the Xbox is getting mighty close to PS4 sales figures oh, in the it's US. It's getting up there. Yeah. Well, that makes sense after they di- they ditch the Kinect and yeah, they slash it's the catching up. It's catching yeah. up fast. Yeah. Well, you know, they had to do drastic measures and that's some fine. of the some of the Black Friday deals on consoles. Like I don't get Black Friday, at least in this country. Like the deals don't seem that good. No. On on most things. I did I, I did uh, stumble home late last night, quite drunk, and I did buy <laughs> Titan Fourth, which was like seventy five percent off. Yeah, it's like a tenner uh, on the Xbox store. At the it moment, was seven but... quid fifty on Origin. So oh, awesome! So I bought that. So um, yeah. Yeah, sweet, so you might be able to convince me to play it. So the gold version of it as well. No, I didn't buy the digital deluxe. That oh, was seventeen. Is quid. it still seven? Because if you've all got it, maybe we're, and you're going to play it, maybe I should get a PC coffee. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, you better look now on your. <laughs> totally, on your yeah, let's say so for seven fifty, that's worth a punt, right? Yeah, that's what it's I like, thought. Um, yeah, so that's like by a, the way, that's like a third of our. In, I'll make like, sure mine's patched so I don't have to wait for my <laughs> yeah. slow internet. That's like a third of our impending pizza bill. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it was a Black Friday deal, so it might be on now. Oh, but, it probably will but be. Probably yeah. not for, for much longer. Okay, so I'll, I'll check that out in a bit. So, but, listeners, you may have missed that one. But <laughs> but I was about to say, like, the, cons- the console deals were good because it's like, they, they, although the price wasn't necessarily lower, they, people were throwing a lot of stuff in with it. Like, you'd get three or four games in a bundle or something, and it would yeah. be like. So, actually, console deals were pretty good. Yeah, that was um, a good, a really good Xbox One deal, I saw. Oh, your phone! God damn it. This bullshit rings like so freaking frequently, and it's always like some number that Marketing. you can't Shit. fucking see. I hate that unknown number stuff. It's like as soon as my mum and dad got an answering machine and they never answer the phone ever again. <laughs> I think Frodo that doesn't the even help. Uh, it's the base station, isn't it? He's chucking the thing. Unplug it from the phone line. There you go. I think once my mum and dad got an answering machine so they never answer the phone any longer. But, it, you know, it rings literally all day. Where it's just like... And the funny thing is... Cause, I just want to make a statement there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about it is that, like... Well, there's two. The two things about it is that sometimes, even though it's an answering machine and it, you know, it picks up and does the message, yeah, yeah, yeah. message beep, all that, stuff, all that stuff. Sometimes the automatic machine on the other end still picks up and so- tries to have a conversation with it. It's like press five. To- oh, <laughs> like, no. That's great. Yeah. So the robot is talking to your answering. <laughs> yeah, the robot's talking to the other oh, robot. So annoying. It's uh, that telltale gap, gap where you're like, yeah. hello, and then you wait like two seconds. Like, well, it's connected to the Sometimes you can hear that click of noise, yeah. can't you? It's like, it's all this doosh. It's like, fuck it's while it's connecting from the auto dialer machine to the yeah. actual whatever. God damn, I hate that. Oh, cool. And then the other, dumb, the other dumb thing about our answering machine at home is something that I don't understand why this was a design decision. Mm. But when the person recording the message or the robot or whatever hangs up, the answering machine says, thank you for calling. Oh, does it? <laughs> it's like, how, what no is the gonna, point of that? No one's going to hear that. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Oh, weird. Is it just like, is that just a is sort it, of a replacement you, to say this message is finished? Like, a, you could just have a beep to do it. Or is it one of those ones yeah. where you can, like, press it. a key to say end of message and then it will say thanks for calling? Or is it one of those ones where you could press a different key and it will let you re-record your message or something fancy like that? Because those things do exist. But. Oh, right. I just think that's incredibly weird. It's like, it's saying thank you for calling to no one. Yeah. That'd be cool if you uh, had, like, um, pre-recorded messages that you can play if you're screening calls with the answering machine. So you can press a button which is like, 
fuck off. <laughs> so you don't even need to pick up and do it. You can just um, <laughs> no, say, yeah. goodbye. <laughs> or I am not in the office. Goodbye. Do not waste my time if yeah. you are marketing. Goodbye. Mm. God damn it. I get so many calls, but half of them are marketing or uh, robots, but the other half are freaking human being scumbag recruiters. Uh, oh, recruiters. Yeah, all I get is recruiters. It's so huh. annoying. I get those on my mobile. I don't. Oh, yeah, I, on the mobile. In fairness, I've never really picked up my landline, so they could be calling the landline. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a landline, so so it's all it's all mobile. Uh, stuff. It's like anyway, never mind. It's like get a real job, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I can't remember. There's a triumvirate of uh, there's a what's it called a, a trinity of of of, of horror, and, <laughs> and I can't remember the levels, but I can't remember what the third one is. It's recruiters, um, uh, and uh, state agents. Charities? Uh, no, I know. I mean, like charities uh, are pretty bad. Awful people. Like, <laughs> Not in general, are good. but charities like, good. Cha- gen- charities in principle. Charities ringing and knocking on your fucking door. I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, Never answer the door either. <laughs> Just pretend you're permanently having a shit. Well, that's why it's like that's why it's convenient that my room is as far away from the front door as possible. Just leave house. leave the light on in the bathroom at all times. So if you don't answer the door, they can go. Oh, like that that one with the fuzzy glass. That's probably they're probably having a dump or something. Well, that our bathroom is around the back. So although then that again, really does anyone really want to know that? That's the other thing. It's like, do you want everyone to permanently know you're dumping? <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think you care about them. They come to your door and then they leave, and then that's all the interaction you ever have with them. Yeah, but some people will have that like I don't know good dump fear yeah <laughs> dump fear <laughs> the ultimate fear <laughs> the fear that people know that you're dumping well that is what? you know I don't particularly like that it's like no. if, even if there's someone else in the house it's like well, no, yeah, no, no one wants to hear Splash Day. Yeah, don't, no. don't want to think that someone might hear this. No one this horrible hear... thing that's happening. <laughs> no, no one wants to casually hear Fadoop. <laughs> that's why you're having like an extractor fan is a good one. Yeah, that helps slightly cover. Well, that's why there isn't like Japanese public lose or something. They have yeah. like, radios that play whenever someone's in the cubicle. So it's like you know someone's in the cubicle because there's music playing. But at least you can't hear. At least it muffles the. <laughs> The little button so you can play different you need whale sounds. <laughs> yeah. You need to be careful that the music doesn't have like a like a dramatic stop pause. Hammer time moment. <laughs> stop. Hammer time. <laughs> oh, horrid. <laughs> I, I, I destroyed the planet. I waste some uh, toilet paper by like lining it so it doesn't make that sound. Oh, what? Stuff, you create stuff a, down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, create oh, a cushion. Yeah. yeah, it silences everything. Create an absorbent layer. Yeah. I never thought of that. It's cunning. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to set up, though. Uh, a literal pain in the ass. It doesn't, it doesn't take that long. <laughs> well, no, it depends how much surface area of water you actually yeah, have to cover to get true. it to work well. That's true. Hmm. Presumably, the specifics of the bowl are quite important here. Yeah. But if it's like a work toilet or whatever that has just tons and tons of toilet paper available in reams, you just like go... <laughs> yeah, block it, yeah. <laughs> lock it up for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, though. It's like, you yeah. shouldn't, but... Because that's the place where you've got highest risk of random people hearing the, the sounds. The shittery. <laughs> shittery. Anyway, this is a podcast about video games. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> shit games. Uh, oh. shit, shit games that don't work, I guess. Was that it? Well, no, Smash Bros. We ain't got to the shit games that don't work. Yeah, I can, let's move on to shit games that don't work, I guess. Okay. That's a nice, neat segue from, from actual shit. shit. Well, there's not really anything else to say, though. Well, yeah. They've been continuing to not work. The games that weren't working still don't work. So, yeah, the biggest one, I suppose, is Unity. Still is, of course, glitch happy. There's another patch coming soon, apparently. And they but... announced that they were basically cancelling their season pass, effectively. Yeah, that's, that's the news part of this, is that they, they were... 
yeah, they weren't. They were not going to sell any more season passes. And but anyone that has one apparently will get like an even extended version of it. So does that mean they're going to like have to plan more DLC than they had planned, or are they refund? Oh no, no, no. Sorry, mistake. The Ubisoft one was that they were actually just going to give people a fucking game, right? And like the first and DLC, all, yeah. They should just give away Far Cry 4 if you've bought Assassin's Creed Unity. <laughs> Far Cry 4 is a game that works, mostly. Yeah, mostly, yeah. yeah. weirdly, that's the like the outlier in Ubisoft's catalogue this year, because it's like good. The game is clearly going to be cool. Yeah. I mean, I know it's the same oh, thing already, again. You know, but... It's already been reviewed and stuff, yeah. but it's good. It's, cool. it's it's yeah, and you're right. It is Far Cry Three Although again, I, but I no one d- seems to mind. I do hear there's some PC issues, so I'm going to kind of wait a little bit on it. What is wrong? Yeah, Ubisoft's ports this year have been well. I don't consider awful. it a port because like Far Cry Three felt like a PC game. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. But what? Yeah, Watch Dogs was a really bad yeah, PC yeah. version. That's true. Like Unity. performance-wise, yeah. Unity apparently isn't much better. Um, as in, it is better apparently than Watch Dogs. Like performance-wise, but not by much. Yeah, and it's still better than the Xbox One version for frame rate. Well. Yeah, it's just like stuttery. That's the problem. What was the? That's the Far Cry Four problem. Is something to do with loading. So no matter how powerful your graphics card, it stutters because it's loading content. No, I see. Right. Something. Yeah, no, my, my bad, a bad stream loader. Yeah, something wrong there. I'd heard some problems with scripting as well. Oh, really? The classic. I mean, it's an open world game, but not necessarily even the open world parts of the scripting. Like some of the mission scripting sometimes just breaks. Oh. Like the enemies just stand still and don't actually do, do the things oh, that they yeah, meant to no, do. I've, I've oh, heard that. Bad. Yeah, and that affects all versions, that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That can, that can happen. Like, regardless of what... All open world games have a level of that to some degree. Yeah, but that's not the open world part, though. It's like the mission story... Like specifically built instances of like you know these enemies are going to mm. occur or whatever. Yeah, apparently that's pretty frequent in Unity. <laughs> well, yeah, naturally, the game is fucked. But at least, at least the good thing that came out of Unity is like you know the no face glitch is pretty funny. <laughs> Apparently that's really rare. It's, not, it's quite yeah. a lot of reviewers never saw it. No, no, no. I, I think most people haven't seen it. It's but just like, such it's a just, good screenshot. Yeah, they yeah, must but, be so sad about that. The people that worked on that 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 is the well, image of, uh, you, of Assassin's Creed Unity. It's such a beautiful game, well, and all talk- anyone knows is like the guy with no face. Yeah, I mean, despite that, I mean, you know, glitches aside, you know, we talked about it before that you know Unity seems to be a slightly disappointing Assassin's Creed game yeah. anyway. But graphically, like, it looks freaking amazing. Yeah, you know, I'm not doubting and the, the and the faces the, as well are good. Mm. I'm not, yeah, and again, when it works, I'm not doubting the visuals. The visuals look great, but it's, it's just, just, just a bit boring a bit, and stayed. I mean, there are bits of it that I think they finally got right, like the sound of like the stay on the ground run, mm-hmm. co- like control so you don't parkour up fucking everything right it's like that sounds exactly what, what that game want. has been needing since the first game mm. and it's like and it's finally, finally there fixing stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so that's sort of what Master Chief collection matchmaking is still fucked um, although apparently according to most people it is very very slightly better mm-hmm. um, but they are they haven't offered anything I think in the way of a They've apologised, but they haven't offered anything in the way of like compensation or anything for right. like unlike Unity yet. But there, it is getting better, but very slowly. And I suppose the other game we we have to mention is Drive Club, which is still totally fucked. <laughs> well, I don't think the Drive Club situation has changed for a long time. No, that's, it, the that's the thing; it hasn't. No, it's been what is it been out like a month now or more, and it's just as broken as it was when it came out. And it's just it's a, it's a train wreck. Now everyone's thing. worried about the crew. <laughs> 
Yeah, because it's Ubisoft, I guess. But is are people actually worried about the crew? And I say that because do people care? Well, I, well, I, I guess you could what say the, the people who again? already care about the crew this are worried the about the crew. The, the crew is like... What was the crew again? The crew is the, the open world coast-to-coast driving oh, game yeah. that Ubisoft are doing that seems to be a bit like... Like the later test drive games, I suppose, is the like equivalent, I, I guess. Well, it's basically well, like a, a Forza Horizon sort of thing. It's but... ba- yeah, it's basically sort of a cross between Forza Horizon and Drive Club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it just looks totally lifeless. I don't know. There's just there's nothing like Test Drive Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something about the crew that just there's nothing there to grab me. There's been too many driving games this year. That's the main problem. They, some, for some reason, everyone decided to make one yeah. this one precise year. I mean, oh. with the release of the new new consoles, you have to have a driving game, naturally. Yeah. Forza hey, Horizon 2 is good, though. Hey, random thing I learned. Like, this is off topic, but, well, it's still games, but, like, it's a different, <laughs> different topic. Okay. I didn't realise that Media Molecule weren't actually the guys making Little Big Planet 3. Yeah. Turns out it's Sumo Digital. Those guys can do no fucking wrong. Oh, cool. Well, cool. You know, so they've made a little big planet game, so you know they did what they were asked to, and it's um, you know, they made that three sixty port of Forza as well, Forza Horizon two, which is supposedly a really good port, given that what mm. they were having to work with. Yeah, um, man, Sumo Digital Rock. <laughs> it's, I don't, I can't Indeed. think of a bad project they've been involved with. They're just always good. Cool. Okay, news, news. news. Any other? I don't. I don't actually have much other. Oh, pinball news. Yeah. Pinball news. Ding 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 ding. Ding ding. Um, the pinball news time. Uh, pinball arcade is now out on Xbone, so I took a look at what the new lighting model was like at last, and that lighting model has been available on PS4 for like the last year or something. Um, uh, it looks real good. It's got to be said. Like it's a pretty nice looking looking thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the room you're in still looks like shit, but, you know, you can make that room dark now so you can't see it. Oh, cool. <laughs> like, and just have nothing but pinball lights. Nice. It's real cool. But it just reminds me, it reminded me of the fact, oh, shit, yeah, they promised that that was going to be coming to the PC version, and it totally hasn't. And it's like, presumably, mm-hmm. the, the the rumor is that they were working on the Xbox version and that once they've done the Xbox version, the PC version should be super easy because it's all DX11. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's... um. So, you know, 90% of the work or something. Um, but it's still got... You know, like, Pimple Arcade's weird, because, yeah, they're supporting it still. Yes, they're still adding tables to it, like, not as frequently as they once were, but they're still lumbered with that <laughs> unbelievably shit user interface <laughs> that they said, at what, like, again, about a year ago, that they had a guy working on replacing the whole bloody UI, and that just hasn't happened. And it's... Farsight must be a tiny team, is all I can say. And it's... Mm. Yeah. I haven't actually played as much of that as I thought I would once I actually picked up a season pack for Pimble Arcade. <laughs> oh, my God. <memory. laughs> but, yeah, I want that lighting model, though. It looks good. I could, like, I'm imagining tables like Circus Voltaire, which has, like, a... a um, um, it's basically got like a, a clear plastic ramp down one side of the table that's basically just got blue neon underneath it. Mm-hmm. It's like imagine that with a new lighting model. That's going to look real good. And it's like yeah, so. I want. I want that. I want it. <clears throat> Give me the neon. They're going to put um, some kind of new li- lighting type thing into Eve next patch. I think the first December patch. There's stuff going on with Eve at the moment. Well, they they 
seem to be doing not a particularly bad job of sticking to their six-week patch schedule, surprisingly, considering how worried I was about that and their tendency to fuck up every patch they've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to have succeeded in, like, the last two or three, so I guess that's working. Cool. And, yeah, this next patch is going to have some... Although it's the classic problem with a lot of things in EVE where they're, they're only applying this to certain ships because it's, like, it's not a lighting model, it's a reflection model or whatever okay. you know it's the actual textures of the ships that need changing so oh, they're going to have to go through each individual ship to... oh is it like a like a, they need to change the bump map or something yeah or whatever them. technology they're using nowadays but yeah, yeah they, and and even at this point they're still doing redesigns of ships so it's not just they're changing the lighting of these ships they're also some changing of them models. changing the whole model of the ship yeah. so there's going to be like one ship that's going to get remodeled again Mm. Is there like a, a bunch of ships that are like just look really old now that their models haven't changed in ten years or something? Not since the big remodeling that they did they, to modernize. They did pretty it. much right, the whole yeah. game at one point, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That last one has stuck pretty well, and they haven't been. It's just like when they do do a new remodel, it's like this one ship that's coming up in this patch. It's sort of clearly. It's like a new style of the same thing. Right. Like, you can still tell it's this racer's ship. It's like a Kaldari ship, so it's all grey and metallic and pointy. Yeah. But it's like, it's a slightly more detail and slightly more little, like, interesting parts to it. Cool. To make it look different. It, for some reason, it has, like, <laughs> the, the, it's called the warp ramjets, where it has, like, <laughs> these flaps that open at the front that have some kind of, like, backwards-facing engines or projectors or something when it goes into warp, and it's just okay. like, that, that's not on any other ship, so maybe that'll be a feature of all the future ship models, They're like the warp, warp ramjets. <laughs> Sweet, that sounds good. That sounds cool. I don't know how, like, accurate it'll be. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whether they'll ever get around to do all the other ships. It's just like, there's so many goddamn ships. Eve still has the coolest, like, light speed effect. It's not as cool as it used to be, though. Really? I preferred it when it had the more dramatic redshift. That yeah. was cool. <laughs> yeah, I liked the redshift. Have they got rid of the redshift? Yeah, that went ages ago. Yeah, once oh, they introduced was... the new warp tunnel thing. But that was cool. They have, in the last patch, put in a new cloak effect, which is pretty neat. Where it's like the cloak... When I, I've only seen it for the coming out of the Stargate cloak, which is like an auto cloak. It's not like a cloak you can fit to your ships, which have a very slightly different looking effect, but it's basically the same. But when you when you uncloak, it basically like picks a random point on the ship model for the cloak to dissolve onto. Ah. Which actually oh. looks pretty cool. Okay. Hey guys, I've discovered I actually did make some notes about news. Oh, did you? And there's some stuff here we haven't talked about. Is there? Yeah. Um, going back to Far Cry 4, there is a pretty big problem with Far Cry 4. All Apparently right. the PC and PS4 versions suffer from a game deletion glitch. Okay. Um, which they have fixed on PS4 by recommending a total deletion and reinstallation <laughs> of the game. That's not actually a fix. Oh no, you can't patch it. Apparently they just recommend deleting it and re-downloading the whole thing from PSN. Like, okay. Uh, and on PC, apparently they were going to patch it, whether or not they have or not. It's... Unclear. So there was a big problem with Far Cry 4, just probably not as big as the whole game being totally fucked. Just <laughs> it would fuck your progress. Which is quite annoying. Yep. Um, so I get the other weird bits of news, I suppose, like stuff that's not necessarily a, a, applying to us, is there was, uh, there's, a, there's a ruling that the European Commission have been trying to enforce upon mobile app platforms to stop free-to-play games from using the word free 
when oh, you're yeah. when you're as the download button. So now, so they now it, it says get. get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've done yeah. that on iTunes now. Shang it's get. Yeah. So, I, I, get. <laughs> I think that's a really good idea, though, because it, it like, I don't know, yeah. free-to-play games are somewhat misleading with that often. Mm. Um, they not come up with a better word than get. What else are you going to do? Get. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, yeah, I mean, download is the classic. Yeah, why not, why not just have download, like, to suggest that there's no cost involved, I guess, like, because you, you could just download this. It's, but that's the problem. Is the letters. whole reason they said free was because it was that was where the price usually was. Yeah, and you'd click the price to download and, and pay. <laughs> it's like too many letters; they couldn't fit it in that tiny yeah, space. So that had to be yeah. free. So had to be get get. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, iOS and Android have swapped to using this. I don't know if Windows has, but then <laughs> does still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that doesn't really work. <laughs> no, I know. Thieve. <laughs> Would thieve be short enough? <laughs> anyway. Swoop. Pilfer. <laughs> Pillage. Pillage this game. Get's fine. Try and get. App get. Yep, app get. Uh, app get is the name of the, the package manager on on, on um, Ubuntu, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, yes, it's of course. Like app yeah. get install. App get, yeah. It's apt get, though, isn't it? Though? There's a T in there for some reason. I, oh, I can't remember. Can't remember, no. Uh, the, one on, the one on the Mac is homebrew, so it's like brew. Brew install X, <laughs> which is kind of weird. I suppose it makes sense because you might only be using it on Mac to install homebrew or like programs you're devving. Well, yeah, I mean, you could install, you could probably install most things with homebrew. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's better than the, the, the Mac installation process is really weird. It's like an X copy install. So when you download something, so step one, you download the file thing, then you open it and it kind of mounts a drive. <laughs> then it opens often, I find, it opens a little shortcut window for your convenience, which contains the file, which is the actual application. It also contains a shortcut to your applications folder. And they're like, and, and they can also change the background of this to, make it thing, to say like, drag this <laughs> shit in here. <laughs> and so you literally, all you have to do to install it, there's no installation, there's no, no registry, you just copy. So they're like, drag this shit in here, and then it appears in your applications. But now they've added, like in the last version, you double click the thing in applications and it says, oh, this is from an untrusted developer because it's not from our app store. And then you have oh, to like shit. right click and open and then say, yes, I'm sure or some shit, which is really annoying. And I don't know how to disable it anyway. But then it's finally done. But there's no like installation Weird. process or manager. It's literally you just drag and drop it. But then it's hard to open. I it. mean, I guess the, dra- yeah, the drag and drop sort of in a way makes sense. But man, that sounds awkward. Because what it's also like, so it's always been is- like that. No, well, I don't think this protection there of, of- well, it's always been copy paste. Simple. Yeah, uh, the that, weird drive mounting thing. The weird drive mounting thing has always been there. I think since like original back. Is it because they whatever. were trying to like mimic a CD so everything works the same, like for compatibility reasons? Or yeah, I guess it's like a DMG file, isn't it, or something? Is that right? Anyway, and then you sort of eject it and a it disappears off the. Uh, uh, anyway, and then um, but what happens to me is it pops up. That some of these can come up with this little convenient finder window that has the background or whatever, so you can drag into the shortcut. But I, if if you set up your finder to like show the hidden files it totally fucks that up because it's like got .ds store or some bullshit in there yeah. and it doesn't oh, yeah, fit yeah. in the window and then it's like oh god they're so stupid anyway um, I think they want you they probably want you to install everything through their app store but that's not going to happen because it's more convenient I guess now. screw that screw yeah. I don't know I just want to download shit and run it boo to max anyway <laughs> just like good hardware but fuck that OS oh I like the OS it's oh, really good the new OS. one's really good I uh, I installed Yosemite it's super sweet I think in general it's kind of more usable than 
a no. lot of Windows stuff, no. in my experience. <laughs> no. But you haven't used it, so... No. Well, last time I used a Mac, I managed to make it break by changing the mouse settings. Nice. <laughs> I oh, locked wow. the settings panel by trying to make the mouse handle a little less crazy with its bonkers acceleration settings that they usually have by default on Macintoshes. And in doing that, I managed to somehow lock the system. Nice. So I haven't really used one since. Okay, fair enough. Oh, and just getting them to talk to Windows PCs, like just for drive sharing and stuff like that, is a real bastard. Right. It's like, I don't have to do that either. No, it's just, I, I just don't like them. Not, I don't find them easy at all. Uh, news! We didn't really talk about Overwatch, did we? No. Last time? Is there much to talk about, really? No, other than it's a thing. It, it, I mean, it's so, so riffing on Team Fortress. Like, just... Oh, yeah. No, the, I like. I enjoyed that trailer. It could be great, because it's Blizzard. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it, knows. Looks, it looks awesome. Know. It is ripping off Team Fortress to, like, nothing else. And I don't mind. No, why would I get Yeah, mind? who cares? It's like, if it's as good as TF... Yeah. yeah, if it's as good as TF, then who cares? Like, TF is old, man. But... Still awesome. But, yeah. So it's about time we had another one that actually looked like it might be able to compete. And it's kind of cool because they're like... Almost everything they do is a su- success to the point where... Mm. Um, they've got to the point where they had a massive project to do a new uh, MMO and they basically just canned the whole thing because it wasn't quite... Oh, uh, yeah, but it turns out that, that, that this is what that was. Right. This was becoming Overwatch and it got... Right. The official... Titan, right. Yeah, they, they, they can... The announcement that can it probably came... At, you know, they'd actually internally probably done that a Realized. lot earlier yeah. and just said, well, we kind of have to actually say something. And they said it then. Mm. And then the fact that they were carrying, in a way, the fact that they said Titan was cancelled and then the announcement of this practically complete looking thing. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it was fully playable. People have played it and right. stuff like that and have been like, this is amazing. It's like, I don't okay. know why they've been... Why is there no gameplay footage of it? There isn't, is there? No, it's like a closed no. room right, event a closed or something. Thing. Okay. Like, oh. a, a, you know, the only footage that's out there, I think, was one. Oh no, there is some place. Game traders were running some really some I footage. I don't know if it's them playing it or if it's just the official. I don't mind if it's B-roll or whatever. Yeah, but there is gameplay footage out there. Cool. Um... I need to see that because I watched that pre-rendered thing. Of course, that was because those it's are great. always awesome from great. Like, anything, any of those. Um, you know, a lot of that stuff was done by Blur Studios. You know, the guys that have done. The Halo 2 cutscenes for oh, Master right. Chief Collection. Okay. They look really good. Yeah, I think Blur are responsible for a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, it looked really good. Yeah, excited for But that. it's totally got like an engineer who happens to be a dwarf this time and builds turrets by bashing them with a wrench. Well, you know, it's the same in many ways. But cool. then, but then some characters are really friggin' weird. Like, um, their version of the Scout, for instance, has a sort of weird time reversal mechanic. Where you can run up, do some stuff, and you activate your ability, and then it doesn't change time for anyone else, but your status reverses in time, and, and your location reverses. So you get all your health and ammo back that you used, and you warp somewhere else that you once were. So you can use it to do a super dangerous run, and provided you use it before you die, you can get like any damage you took doing that maneuver back. It's mm-hmm. like that's kind of interesting, and. Uh, like the, they've got melee focused characters and stuff like that in a game with guns. And you can only hope the melee works better than Team Fortress's melee. Well, yes, that's true because the hit detection on that has always been pretty dodgy. But so yeah. it looks really interesting, and you know they're pretty good with melee. They made Diablo. 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> that doesn't count. It's not really the same. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's not the same. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, that's coming. And also, like, in, I suppose, in sort of expected news. Remember EA? Uh, no, EA. E- at EA, yeah. E- e- EA's E3, I meant. Um, they... They showed off at E3 this year. I think they were saying, hey, we're making this MOBA thing and it's not going to be like any MOBA you've played before, but it's totally a MOBA. So get excited, people. To which everyone went, yeah. Um, called Dawngate. It no longer exists. They canned it. Cool. Probably sensibly. Because it's like, who needs another fucking MOBA? Well, apparently some people do. Because <laughs> well, like, I don't mind... Quite a lot of people seem to be enthused about Smite for, for some reason. Well, because Smite is a bit more... Spite is different to League of Legends and Dota. It's, you know, direct control and stuff. It's not that different. <laughs> no, I mean, con- you know, mechanically, like, the actual rules are the same, but the way you play it is different. And that's why, I like... That's kind of why I like Awesome Knots and why we like Monday Night Combat, really, isn't it? Because, like, mechanically and rules, the rules are sort of the same, but you're just playing it in a different way. There's no reason not to write it off because it's... Or not to call it different simply because of that. Because that's what Monday Night Combat was. Come on, and that's what Awesome Knots is. It's not really, though, because Monday Night Combat didn't hinge on the MOBA-style gameplay as much. It sort of did. You needed the creep to like drop shields and you built turrets. And... I don't think you really did, though. Because it's like the players did so much more damage than the robots that... But you needed the, the robots only... to reach the core in order to be able to... Yeah, it was like they, o- they only needed to get there to take down the shields, basically. Mm. <laughs> So it wasn't really about how the robots were fighting each other, or even the turrets that much. The turrets were only there to kill the players. They did attack bots, though, right? Well, yeah, they did. The bots were basically just a distraction. But it's... it's, Most of the mechanics are there from Robotown. But also, yeah, but not not all of the deep mechanics. There wasn't any... There wasn't, like, towers, for a start. There wasn't any mid-level No, true. And the games were a little more fast-paced because of it. And there wasn't any... There wasn't any like any of the other bullshit that the, the, the different movers have, last hits and denies and all that crap. Oh yeah, yeah, and that stuff is kind of irritating anyway. But, yeah, but there was sort of last hits, and because you received direct cash for killing bots, didn't you? Like, no, you had to pick up the pickups. It's not exactly last hits. It was more like dog tags. I guess I thought you got something for being the guy that actually landed the shot. So you yeah, could maybe. so you could be a sniper, for instance, and still get paid. Oh yeah, I guess. Pick up. Pick up the pickups. Yeah, pick up the churros. Yep. Churro! I still do that every time someone says churro. Yep. <laughs> Which is surprisingly frequent recently. I don't know. It's like churros becoming a thing over here as well. <laughs> churro! Uh, yeah, but for, as far as anyone could tell, I think it had been in an extended beta period and the community wasn't really on fire. Mm. Um, um, or like closed beta or something. Yeah, from what I've heard, it was just another MOBA. Like it wasn't really doing anything enough different to really drag people away from Dota or League. uh, Was the impression? So they canned it, and it's like, okay, fine. Well, they spoke some bullshit about it having a story or whatever. That was their thing. But then, surprised the people didn't care. (laughs) Yeah, no one one plays a game like that for the story. So, so, in, so in a weird way, like despite EA cancelling a game, this has actually been a good year for EA comparatively. Like because they, they haven't released much. Like they yeah, released yeah. Titanfall and Dragon Age, really, and both yeah. of those have been well received. And they're good. And it's, yeah. 
I got a free good when I I, I um, logged into Origin. They gave me for some reason they gave me a free copy of Crusade and No Remorse from 1995. Yes, we, we've talked about like, that before. I think. It's like okay, yeah. I'll install that for some reason. Yeah, I got, I got that. So that's um, hilarious. And there's a co- I got a copy of like Wing Commander three at one point oh, as right. well, or something through their oh. weird old games program. It was free Peggle. Free oh, Peggle. oh yeah, but that's fine. I don't care. Like I played Peggle one to death on my Xbox. Yeah. But Peggle two so, is like a fiver at the moment <laughs> on Xbox. News, uh, that's, that's, it, news. That's, it. That's, that's my news done. Moving on, what you been playing? Uh, Gooms! Zach, what have you been playing, man? Gooms! I don't know. The only thing... No. No more Civ at all. Really? Oh, you stopped on the Civ. Yeah, that stopped. I, I, you know, I finished whatever game I was playing and then stopped. It, it just done. hasn't drawn you in for the experimentation? But or... they haven't done any... There hasn't been any... Or not that I've noticed, there hasn't been any actual new patches or anything yet. Oh, is that what you're sort of waiting for, patch it and then have another game and see what happens? Yeah, it would be nice if they actually did something to it. It needs something doing to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to go and rummage in the mods, even it, though... Was that, was that what you put on your like patch request or something? Just need something doing to it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good note. <laughs> yeah, so there hasn't been anything happening there. The only thing I've actually... I don't remember... As usual, I don't remember what happened in the previous week. <laughs> the la- ages ago, when the whole the whole week ago. I don't think you've talked about Valkyria Chronicles. Well, no, that's what that's the only thing. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's what, that's what I did last week. Did you get that shit on Steam? Yes. Oh, have you played that before, or is it just Rob? No, just Rob. Of course, I had played before. It was on PS3, and that was oh, yeah. after I moved out of Rob's house to have access to his PS3. <laughs> and no one's yep. played the weird PSP sequel thing. No, no. So, so, Valkyria Chronicles, yeah. you, the classic game. Well, I think you've had my PSP for the last God knows how long. <laughs> right. How do I get that back? Maybe, I don't know. If, I, right. if you have, I don't know where it is. <laughs> Never mind. No one cares about the PSP. Pretty much. So, yeah, I played some of that, and, you know, Rob already talked about that playing on the podcast, and it's still good, and it's a good port, so that's good. Mm. It's important. Part, the only part of the port that isn't good is for some reason they decided not to make the book mode mouse operated operable. Oh, really? <laughs> so you just have to use dumb keyboard. Like, so, like, so you've got the book, and like, so you use the arrow or WSD to go from between each of the little episode box things that trigger the sequences or whatever. Mm. But then when you want to go to the different pages, like the headquarters bit and the and the glossary or whatever, you so have as a keyboard. Thing. Yeah, you have to be like. F to bring up the menu, then go to the tab select, and then select which one of these tabs you want to go to. Okay. Instead of just clicking on the giant fucking tab sticking outside the book. <laughs> that is pretty lame. <laughs> but uh, you know, apart from those, does the keyboard controls work out well? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. There's not really any. There's not really anything to it, really, in terms of controls, really, is there? No, because it was quite. It was quite. It worked well on the controller, pretty much. Anyway, like you know, some of the like management stuff when you're like dealing with your equipment and whatever before a level. I mean, theoretically, theoretically, mouse aiming is better because you can turn around faster because it's not rate limited like a stick control stick is. Yeah, but you're never aiming against the clock anyway. No, yes, because it pauses when you're aiming. Can you play it with an Xbox controller? Yeah, you can. Okay. The only the the thing that I find annoying about the controls, which isn't anything to do with the PC version is just a whole, just still how the game works from mm. the original is why the hell do, do they make you zoom in every time on the sniper scope? Who doesn't use the sniper rifle on maximum zoom every shot? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's so you can actually see when you first yeah, yeah. get into the zoom. It's well, the yeah. initial aiming, right? But, but you can tab between targets when you're in aim mode oh, anyway. Right, okay. So... <laughs> 
Yeah, but you might not be able to, if it was like if like the sniper was panic shotting or something. When like when you panic shotting, but no, as in <laughs> like you're firing because someone snuck up on you or something, and you're like, oh, okay, I better deal with this guy who's right in front of my face, otherwise I'm screwed. Yeah, but they don't. And, Snipers don't react to you. No, 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 but I mean, I mean, tactically, like you see someone that's got really close to you, like on their previous turn. Like, perhaps they've shot at you and not killed you, and you've got a chance to fire back, and you have to, because otherwise that sniper's going to die. But you're still going to zoom in, just to guarantee that you hit the head. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> Is it maximum zoom all yeah, the time? Exactly. I need to see all of that nostril hair. But you need to make sure there's no head outside the circle, so you're going to zoom in as far as that takes. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to see when you were telling me, you'd just have this, like, mass of pink suddenly. It'd be like, oh, I guess that's head? Like, come on. I don't think they're ever going to be close, that close enough that you wouldn't be able to tell it was a head, <laughs> even with the minimum zoom. I can't agree with you on this one. <laughs> it just sounds like that. Yeah, okay, you might be using it most of the time, but like, ugh. if they wanted to solve that problem in a logical way, they should have just given the snipers a sidearm. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess. Yeah. Just have it so when they get within a certain range, you can't use the sniper rifle any longer. You have to switch to the pistol. That would make sense rather than no scoping. Yeah, yeah. Or not no scoping. Always scoping, regardless of how close they are. Yes, agreed. So yeah, that's that's that weird. And also, I mean, like the other thing about the book controls of the keyboard is, you know, a lot of the other menus within the book aren't using the mouse over like the equip menu and stuff but that's just a list so you know there's no real way to make that really effective with a mouse I suppose they haven't redesigned those menus have they for the PC it's all the same as it used to be yeah so it's, it's kind of kind of awkward in places but yeah the actual moving around and stuff is fine the tank is probably easier to control with the keyboard I would suspect because it's much because then it's you're because you're using WSD it's more digital yeah there so was it's like I'd... when you're turning you're always going to be Turning, <laughs> yeah. There was there was there was some weirdness with yeah using the analog stick and controlling the tank. Like you'd move a little bit like wastefully yeah. occasionally as you tried to. Although that can still be a problem when you if you because you're because you can look around independently of your movement. Your movement is locked is like attached to the direction you're actually looking. So if you're looking backwards when you push forward, you go backwards. Because that's forwards rather than oh, yeah, camera. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> so that can be a bit confusing. And if your if your camera's like not aligned to the front of the tank, then you have problems when you start trying to turn and stuff because it starts yeah. interfering with which direction you're actually pushing. So it's better to just make sure your camera is aligned to the direction the tank's facing and then turn. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. That that always was a tiny bit fiddly. You sort of get used to it after a while. Probably, as I say, doing things like you said, like we're well, using the camera sensibly. Yeah. But it's a. Uh... Yeah. And, just, and just being patient is the thing. You can't just drive the tank. Like just... Well, the tank is so slow. You can't yeah. not be patient, really. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously it's still a good game, but there's still, like... I have to analyse its credentials as, as, like, what things in the tactical nature of the game is things that I find weird or awkward. Cover. And there's certain things. So, like, the cover system, where you can only go into cover behind sandbags... Which A doesn't make any sense because when you go to cover behind sandbags, it protects you from headshots when practically the only part of your body that's showing is your head. Because <laughs> you're kind of crouching down behind them. Yeah, but for like that, I, 
I guess from a gameplay perspective, that would be really annoying because it's like surely then everyone would just aim for the head and it doesn't actually make your head any harder to hit. Well, yeah, really. because there's, there's yeah. no kind of cover that actually protects the head. Yeah, they, they, would, they would have had to. Have, I, I I see what you mean is that it is kind of dumb from a like a, a visible standpoint, but like from a gameplay like strategy wise, that seems pretty sensible. But what's more dumb about it is the fact that you can only go into cover behind sandbags or the edges of trenches which are two very well-defined things. Yeah. But then they made a foolish like level design error where they inter- where they have other objects in the environment which are about the same height that you can't go into cover behind because they're not sandbags or trenches. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have any sort of like UI thing, do they? So where you're looking around to say, okay, this, Here's is, a bit of cover. this is cover, this is not. It has to be one of those two things that yeah. they define. So it's like, oh, look, a crate that's about waist height. It can't go behind cover into that. Oh, a that looks exactly the same height as a sandbag. No, nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. They probably they probably could have done that maybe, but then they would have had to have made some UI element to try and identify it. You know, well, not just really. Like just anything that's like waist height. <laughs> but yeah, they used to screw up occasionally. Screw up games like Gears of War and stuff, where like certain objects you like, very rarely, but occasionally there'd be an object that for some reason you couldn't snap cover to, mm. and it's like. You just don't ever want to be caught out like that. And once you know it's like just sandbags and trenches, then it's sort of manageable yeah sort of and then like so another thing that i found kind of annoying was the fact that in order to have the most number of movement points per turn you have to bring the four main characters or three main characters because for some reason there's having them in the field gives you a bonus movement point so even if you're never going to actually use the lancer dude to shoot at a tank he still has to exist (laughs) just to give you more points yeah which means you have to waste a squad member on him or yeah and then if, if you have to, like, then retreat him and redeploy him, you're not getting that movement point on that turn or whatever. Yeah, so you just have to keep your CP providers safe. Yeah, it's kind of ass in that way. It's kind of annoying. And then I was trying to remember what the third thing I found that was slightly weird was. But I've forgotten. Shit. Just remember, <laughs> use Vise. Yeah, you have to use Vice and Iker. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the pro team. Mainly because they actually don't have any bad stats. No. they Because some of the units have li- literally just, like, bad traits. Vice <laughs> just becomes pretty much unstoppable once you lo- level him up. He becomes so badass. Yeah. <laughs> that is the weird thing, isn't it? Like, you were saying that some of the characters, you level them up, and they actually gain a super negative trait by leveling up. Yeah. Like, just like, oh look, this guy sometimes just doesn't shoot for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, was it the, the it's very like, unhelpful? Was it one of them, like, like they gain laziness or something. Yeah, like. one of the guys is literally just lazy. He's like, oh, I can't be bothered to shoot this turn. <laughs> no. Fuck your plan, whatever you were doing. I'm just going to stand here. <laughs> awesome. And it's sort of random in that sort of Japanese anime style, like with that cutaway going. Oh, he's using laziness. <laughs> yeah, he's using laziness <laughs> to be lazy. <laughs> It's kind of fun. That'd be you but... every day. Yeah. <laughs> Special move. Laziness. Zach uses laziness. It's super, super effective. effective. <laughs> so yeah. Damn, I wish I could remember what that third thing was. I had this I had this bit of podcast all planned out in my mind, but I've totally blanked on no. what it was. You know what? It's kind of fine because, you know, Valkyrie Chronicles, I think, is a bit of a... It's kind of known. And it is, it, I really enjoyed it, apart from the moments where it suddenly difficulty spiked. And there were a couple. Mm. Um, Have you played through it now? No. All right. Not, probably not even halfway through, I don't think. I think he's finding it easier than I did, but then again, <laughs> I suck at strategy, so it's fine. Um, 
Yeah. Cool, yeah. But it's a great game. Yeah, yeah it's, it's too good. It's nice to see... You know, the problem with, like, when you see a game like Valkyria Chronicles, like, re-released as it has been, is it sort of just makes you think, man, when Sega and that, you know, whoever the developer was, that I can't remember, like, when they get down to it, Sega can put out some really great stuff, and it's like, they just don't. They shit out Sonic Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even them, though. Yeah, that wasn't them. That doesn't count. No, but you know, come on! Like Sega is super, should be super associated with like making sure anything that's their core branded character they should, goes but they well. Are. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, I'm reading an article that basically was postulating that Sega only care about Sonic to sell plushies. You know, oh, I remembered what the third thing that I found that is. It's not so much a problem with the game as like a problem with preconceptions about strategy games. Is like the one one thing you have to learn about Valkyria Chronicles almost immediately is that you you literally have no chance of getting any good ranks at the end of the mission because it rates you from like D to A. Just forget about that. Don't even worry right. about the fact yeah, that you're doing it's, shit because it, it's that, rock solid hard. The, to get good rating. The A ranks are basically balanced towards like perfect speed runs, where you basically yeah. just don't even bother shooting most of the enemies. You just find the precise route where you can run past the wall and just capture the base at the rear. Yeah, <laughs> it's like some levels on Advanced Wars did that very occasionally, where it's like if you can get an infantry guy there, that's like the fast way to get the perfect rank. Right, but in Advanced Wars, you could still do it in a slower way and still get the perfect rank because it balanced between power and technique or whatever. Right. Whereas in this, it's all balanced towards the speed run, so you just have to basically ignore the ranking. Right. <laughs> Don't worry about if you're getting D every mission. It mm. might mean you may have to grind skirmishes a little bit to get a bit of extra experience. You have to be a special kind of hardcore to go for those. It's... Yeah. I mean, there are, there are a few of the earlier missions it's not so bad, yeah. but... Uh... Yeah, later on it becomes a real... But the missions get quite long, don't they? And yeah. Like trying to trying to A-rank those must be real difficult. And it is based on like the literal turn that you're in. So so the way you can save command points onto the next turn or whatever, that can become important in those speed runs. Because yeah. it's like, you have to set things up on one turn and then execute it all in mm-hmm. this one turn. Yeah. It's interesting, but yeah, it, it's not a... I, I guess a ranking system that makes you feel good. No, <laughs> I hate that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I am only allowed. I usually try and get like the. There's usually one rank that's over the the good rank. Yeah, and yeah. I don't bother with those. But like, if I get less than the good rank, I'm, yeah. I'm annoyed. Which yeah. is really annoying because it's I, like it's like usually it's gold and then you need to get platinum or it's A but you need to get S, S or yeah, something. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like I don't want to. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah in, in this game, like C is pretty much acceptable, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. If you got a C, you did pretty good. If you got a D, you made it through. Yeah, and and in, in fairness, on a lot of those levels, just making it through isn't exactly difficult. Well, no, no well, it, on some levels it's not difficult, but on other levels, just making it through, I think, is somewhat commendable. <laughs> like you know, especially if you've done it without too much grinding the skirmishes or something, and you haven't leveled your team. If you're just well, that is story play. That's sort of the problem with it is that because you can't go back and replay story missions, and you are having to grind out because it's like it. The fact that can't you? I thought you could. No, not not. On... Not on your pl- first playthrough. You can oh, yeah. in New Game Plus. Okay. You can replay them as many times as you want. But yeah, so you're kind of locked into whatever you did. And then if you had a mission where you got a D and didn't get any bonus experience, it's like, well, I guess now I have to go and do a couple of skirmishes just to balance out the fact that I didn't get the but bonus the skirmishes experience. Skirmishes like happen on the on the uh, 
story levels, don't they? Just with a different objective or well, way around. I don't know if it's really... Diff- it's, it's not true all the time. But they're basically the same, just sometimes with slightly different unit layouts, but yeah. approximately the same. Usually less like elite guys or whatever. Mm. Yeah, the bosses won't be there, for instance. Or... Yeah, but it's not like... The skirmishes aren't... It's sort of a problem of... of the way that those skirmishes exist is that they are they are they are like so precisely laid out sets of units or whatever, and they kind of have to be because of the way the environments of that game work. You can just have you can't have an advanced wars game where it's like it plays out differently depending on who built what and put what where. Yeah, it does, just doesn't the game doesn't work like that, so it doesn't make the grinding of skirmishes kind of not that interesting in the end. Once you've it, done it once, you've seen exactly where all the enemies are, and they're going to be there next time. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you could try it with a radically different team layout just just because. Like, yeah. Yeah, use your shit guys or something. Or... Well, that's what I've been doing. I've been cycling out people who have bad traits and using them only in the skirmishes. Okay. <laughs> to get them leveled up so I could at least get their bio information or whatever. You don't level up individuals, do you? You level up the squad. No, you get the personal bonuses are from leveling oh, up via kills, and then yes. the, the class bonuses are from leveling up via training. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. And, you know, it's got some interesting mechanics, like the whole relationship system is kind of interesting. My and units are never close together for that to matter. Vise <laughs> and Ica, that's all you need. Uh, they're, they're never close together because she's a scout, so she's like a million miles away and he's really <laughs> slow. Because <laughs> yeah, they, they can be, especially on defensive missions, that shit becomes really Well, important. yeah, I'm um, sure if they're, like, practically stationary, that is yeah. kind of useful. Uh, it's, it's, it's a neat system. It's got a lot of neat systems, uh, that game. I really, really enjoy it. It's it's, just, it's a little bit of a shame that the story ends up becoming. I won't. I'll try not to spoil it for you too much. But it ends up becoming pretty typical anime anime fair. Well, it's fairly yeah. obvious what's going to happen, even from the fucking start. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, <laughs> when they go into that fucking ruin, it's like I wonder why that door opened. I don't know. I wonder if it has something to do with this Me. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does some typical stuff, but it, there are some story beats in there that are kind of cool that they're there you know in the I don't know how far you've got but let's just say that the sort of love story of the, the thing was is actually handled quite well mm. you know it's not so overt that it gets annoying but it's yeah it's it's, it's, it's I think it's you know it's, it's a well made game it is the classic thing that everyone talked about with that game where it's just like <laughs> where it's like one minute it's the whole class next minute we're talking about bugs again <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> And bread. Yep, and bread. And bread. And vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> that side mission was a good one. The vegetable side mission. Oh, yes. Yeah, I need, <laughs> but, need. but that's the... Yeah, is that where you get... Where you, where you, you unlock the... You unlock the, like, the veggie power, power attack, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. I ha- that is one of the things that is slightly annoying about those, like, personal powers where it pops up the thing and it's like, holy shit, your power is activated, where it will do that several times in a row sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, like, in, like in, during one attack phase, like, it'll happen every defense or something and it'll be like, aha! Well, the one that I had was one of my, one of my scouts has the one where, when the, when he can see, like, five or more enemies, he gets a bonus. Oh, okay. And so it triggered, like, every time he saw another enemy on top of the five that you could already see as I was running <laughs> along. So it was like, wow! <laughs> I don't want to put powered him up more each time. Yeah, that is, it's like, it's totally undefined. It's just like, it's yeah. a little up arrow on your icon. <laughs> yeah, so something, something's better now. Yeah, that is kind of ridiculous. 
And the vegetable tower is the same kind of thing. It's like every time he stands on dirt. So if you run from dirt onto a path and then back onto dirt again, <laughs> prepare to see that in sequence again. <laughs> Classic. So yeah, that's that. Valkyrie Chronicles. That's Valkyrie Chronicles. Anything else we've been playing? Not really. I mean, I finished the monthlies in Guild Wars, coincidentally. It was kind of a convenient spillover from the Halloween at the start of the month, basically. Because mm. Halloween spills over into November, of course. Yeah. So I'd already got, like, most of the way through the monthly grind just from the Halloween event, grinding those. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I can... Now it's the end of the month. Just take an hour and quickly finish that up. Cool. <laughs> Get my monthlies again. More points for me. Way too many laurels that I've never spent. And <laughs> I did spend some of them quite recently. I upgraded my main character with some ascended, like, trinkets or whatever. Ascended trinkets? Trinklets? Trinkets. Trinkets. <laughs> Sorry, trinklets. It's a new thing. <laughs> Really, I only wanted it for the one, the one ascended trinket that has a utility trinket. Fuck you! It's like a ringlet or something. What is it? What something that ends with let that's similar to a trinket? Yeah, ringlets. Ringlets are a thing. Yeah, I'm trying. Is there anything else that ends in bracelet? Let? Bracelet. Bracelet is a trinket, right? Yeah, sort guess, of. Yeah. It's in fact a trinket. <laughs> <laughs> I only wanted the one, the accessory that had a utility infusion slot, so I could put in the plus twenty percent magic find. That's all I care about. I just want more magic points. <laughs> and that's that. And that's that. I also logged into Eve and queued up infinite skills because they added infinite skill queues. And I was just like, fuck yeah. And then I realised I don't actually have that many skills in the game. <laughs> what, out of all of the skills in the game? Well, ones that I care about. But you could just queue every skill in the game. Well, right? yeah, I could queue things that are like 30 days. Like, I could max out Battleship 5 on the, one of the races that I haven't done yet. To, and that would take like 30 days. And I'm just like, I don't really care enough. I mean, I could queue it, but then, I, you know, I can't be bothered to go through the process. So I just queued up a bunch of shit that, that I had that was not <laughs> not that long, but it only added up to like 30 days in total. Mm. And I was like, well, that's good enough. I'll come back when that finishes and in a month. see what happens. Queue yeah. up some more crap. Continue training skills that I don't care about that much. Mm. Missile specialization that I never really... Because you're not a, not a missile, missile guy. Yeah. I have a few missiles, just not really. May as well make them better. <laughs> Make them as good as they can be. That's the trick. Rob, what have you been playing? Uh, not great. Not a great deal new. So I actually could probably keep my section relatively short. This well, that's time. good because, you know. Yeah, well, well, well we're, not, we're, not, we're not doing too bad for time, but <laughs> I, 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 I may actually have an additional problem. Like, <laughs> logistical issue. God damn it. Oh, you have to actually literally leave? <laughs> well, my problem. In fairness, she didn't. I wasn't warned about this until too late, so <laughs> I could enact the the rule of fuck it, but you know, it's always a good rule. Probably shouldn't. Well, um, how long have you got? Um, okay, let's let's go let's go okay, through this. Uh, I finished Bayonetta two. That game remains awesome throughout, although I do think it loses its way a little in the final third. Like you know, the story was actually getting kind of interesting, and then it starts doing. Oh hey no! Actually, this does involve all that shit that happened five years, five hundred years ago again. And oh, this is now right. getting really confusing. And some of the stuff you were leading towards actually doesn't end up happening anyway. So, mm. so it's, it becomes the story actually becomes a bit crap. Like, oh, that's but, but not necessarily in a in a fun way either. It just gets a bit bonkers um, and hard to hard to understand. And uh, the 
I don't think the things that happen towards the end of the game are as balls out crazy as some of the stuff that happened towards the end of Bayonetta Bayonet 1. Yeah. Like the whole fake out credit sequence and, you know, flying through planets bit. And it's like, it's just not as crazy mm. as it was before. It must be hard and to top that shit. <laughs> I know. And they, and they haven't. It's like, it, in my opinion, I don't think like thematically they haven't topped it. I mean, the fights probably play better. Um, than they did before, but that's because they're not quite as dramatic and as nuts as they were um, before. Um, but there is more stuff to do once you finish the game. Like there are some trials and things that I didn't realize were going to be there. Like here, have some combat trials, um, which is you know, I guess if you're playing a game about combat, is all you should really care about. Um, and you know, I can now start unlocking costumes and things, and mm. eventually I will try the ridiculous Star Fox based Easter egg. <laughs> Isn't Which there, is apparently like super awesome. Isn't there like a Princess Peach outfit as well? Uh, well, there was in Bayonetta one, right? Like oh, because that was right. one of the extras they added. There, there probably is because, because from what I can tell, like I haven't unlocked all of the possibilities, and they give you a vague description of what it will do. Like they don't outright say, "Oh, you're going to look like Princess Peach," right? But like the one I've got, like was was called Super Mirror sixty four two or something, and said you're going to be one of like the the most well regarded mercenaries in the galaxy, and it's like, oh, you're going to be Star Fox then, aren't you? Yeah, and clearly. It's like, so yeah, and it, it totally turned out to be that. And you can then buy like little additions to that that change certain things, and one of them is a me- is obviously going to be a Metroid arm cannon <laughs> that, oh, that actually changes how certain bits of the game plays. Like you, apparently, there's a Hyrulean sword and shield combo that will slightly change how your attacks work. And sounds awesome. And then you can skin the. Um, the wicked weave attacks and things like that with other things, and it's like okay, there's actually quite a lot to this, mm. um, like silly bonus system, <laughs> just to modify things. And there are other characters to unlock actually towards the end of the game as well. And it's I only have one, and it's like that's made me think, well, are there others? It's like are there other whole characters I could perhaps play as with different fighting styles, or well, they're not really fighting styles as far as I can tell. They're just you know slight variants to the stats, I suppose. Like right. hey, this character might not makes activating witch time harder but um you may find the rest of the moves slightly better more slightly powerful. more effective yeah hmm. um things like that um so yeah i i had a good time with it and would really you know i'm quite happy to go back to it and well, keep playing it and uh which is weirdly what i found myself doing with call of duty <laughs> like I've actually started playing the campaign again. Oh. In veteran mode. Oh, no. Uh-oh. It's much more manageable than it has been in the past. Okay. Like, veteran mode isn't impossible. I just remember spending so long on that stupid Ferris wheel. And oh, God, yeah. But does it have an outro scene of Doom? And that's what I don't know, because the, main, the, main, like, the, the normal campaign didn't. And I was a bit disappointed, because I think every Call of Duty game up to this point has had something stupid happen after the credits. And this had nothing. So I'm kind of hoping that playing it through in veteran, maybe I'll get to something that does that. And it's like, I'm, I'm having a pretty good time of it because I'm finding it, weirdly, I don't think I'm finding it as hard as I did the first time through because I kind of know what's coming and I kind of know how things work and I've gotten yeah. used to the EXO. And it's, I'm still not using my powers as much as I should, but bits that I was struggling with in hardened mode, I'm not struggling with now. So like veteran mode doesn't feel that hard to me. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not sure is good, but at the same time, it means I'm not annoyed with it, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've been going back to that and uh, playing a bit more of the multiplayer. It does get it get its hooks in you, the multiplayer. It does. I, I feel like I'm not so sure about some of the map design, but 
the way it generally feels and the way it plays feels feels a little more reliable than it has done in previous entries. I've still had moments where I've walked up right behind a guy unseen, like someone who was camping in a corner or something, hit the punch button and nothing's happened. And they've just turned around and shot me while I was while my animation was reeling because they heard the sound, you know. And it's because it's quite a noisy sound when you punch because it does like an exosuit sort of <laughs> mechanical lunge noise. And uh, yeah, I've had that just not connect like totally point blank and stuff like that. And it's, so there are dodgy bits to it still. But there's, there is something to be said about when you boost jump into the air, activate the exosuit's hover mode, so you're just hanging there miles above everyone and shooting down upon a fool with an assault rifle before the hover runs out to, to gain you the strafe medal. And cool. it's like, that's awesome when you pull that off. And there are, cer- there are certain levels that seem to be really good at you doing that because they're too busy at looking on the ground lo- waiting for people and then you're above them going, hee <laughs> Sweet. There are, there are real, really good things about that. Um, I tried the survival mode as well, which oh, yeah. is basically... Herd nerd. It, it, yeah, it is, it's a horde, it's a herd nerd and it's a quite a simplistic herd nerd at that. Okay. Um, and it's, it's, it's slightly... My experience of it has been slightly... Um, tainted i suppose with the fact that the other people that have been in the sessions with me have been mostly idiots like hey everyone is downed and you're the only person alive you might want to think about reviving someone as they then just casually walk past you very slowly you know it's like i'm I'm right here come on help me up and then they'll die to like a dog or something it's (laughs) you know and there's matt the matches can go on for quite a while. The longest I've had has been like 40 minute session or something on that survival mode. And it's, you know, it takes a while. Only for you to be fucked up by some idiot at the end of it. It's like, it was real disappointing. And it's, uh, yeah, so it's a problem. It's one of those, I think if you're playing it properly with a team, you'd probably have a lot more fun with it as you would with any co-op mode, I guess. But yeah, as it stands, it's kind of, kind of an irritating side track i mean i'll still do it on occasion because there's easy achievements to get by just playing it a lot so maybe i'll just do a few more of those but uh, i don't know about that there's a couple of achievements for however long you last in it and i'm not sure i'll do that because getting that far seems quite hard mm. uh yeah so cool dude i'm yeah there's i'm sort of surprised with how much i like it really like i'm not, I'm not i was thinking perhaps i wouldn't be as into it as i was but Turns out, Turn, turns out, yeah, game. second second time through is probably better than the first. <laughs> nice. Uh, and the only other thing I want to talk about, because I, I've had some time with Sunset Overdrive. Oh, how come? Uh, they gold subscribers got a free twenty four hours of it Ooh. last weekend, and out of that time, I was actually really busy, so I got about two hours of it. Right, but I actually really quite like that game. Yeah. It's like, it appeals to me in the sort of dumbest ways. You know what I'm like? I like that kind of shit humour. <laughs> <laughs> right. It is dumb, and it is like, you know, the things they say are over the top, and it doesn't make a lot of sense, and it breaks a lot of fourth wall stuff, and they do a lot of, oh, hey, why am I hearing disembodied, disembodied announcers and stuff like that? They'll call out, like, the tutorial voice and stuff. And the tutorial voice itself is awesome. Um and a lot of people have been saying like, it takes like a, a good three or four hours before you you sort of get it, I guess, and you sort of feel like you're playing it properly. And it's like I don't think in my time with it I, that I really, was really playing it properly, but I kind of understood what they were going for. I didn't have that problem. 
where everyone um, says that like you the one thing where it where it flips and you get it better is like air, once you get air, air dash. dash yeah uh, i didn't get that far <laughs> yeah i didn't get as far as unlocking the air dash but i was having a good time with it regardless just because it is it's one of, it is again like a lot of games i really enjoy it's pretty different from most other things i play for i get a real jet set radio future vibe from it awesome like just because of how you traverse and things like that it's a little more uh it feels good I mean, I kind of like the fact that you don't just grind automatically. You have to press X to attach to something. Oh, that's cool. So, like, if you're on a rail and you don't want to attach to it, just don't push X. And it's like... You have to hold it. No, no, no. You just press it once and you're on. All right. Um, And then you can detach. Yeah, and you can... Oh, you jump off. Ah, jump off, Um, yeah, of course. uh, Or you can press X to, like, on the overhead ones to hang underneath it and stand on it and stuff. I think it works really well. Um, Yeah, I I like the tone. I I wish the music was a bit more... Uh, I don't know, important to the to the experience because it is kind of just generic. Um, let's rip off Blitzkrieg Bop, but it's not as cool as Blitzkrieg Bop style music. You know, feels right. it feels very generic and it's very like pop punky stuff. Yeah, just not great. You know, just it's it's okay it being there in the background, but I wish there was more. I think you know, I wish they made a big deal of it. Yeah, um, like Jet Set Radio did, and it, yeah. I think that would have made. Uh, well, Jet Set Radio is one of, one made of the best much... uh, video game soundtracks, yeah, probably. Absolutely, but just that one thing would have made it a much better experience. Like yeah. in those, for maybe especially during those first few hours, people have a problem with. If there was just something more to yeah. feel good about the game, for was a bit more of a solid soundtrack. Because they're they're taking um, inspiration from games with amazing. Because there's a bit of Tony Hawk in there, and I had that had amazing soundtrack mm. with Blitzkrieg Bop on it. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Like all the games they're inspired by have great soundtracks, and they <laughs> and they haven't quite nailed it. It's like yeah, and we're no longer in the age of custom soundtracks off your hard disk. <laughs> yeah, so you can't really do that unless you have some other device playing it. I suppose that was a cool feature the original Xbox. I yeah, know, I well, they kind of fudged it up on the 360 as well, didn't they? By having that sort of network player. Yeah, I mean, I know it was always accessible, and I did play a few racing games using that thing. Like, I think I played through most of PGR three with like network audio. Um, but you know, the, I liked how the Xbox One could do stuff with your library. You know play it at the right times. The original and... Xbox. She said Xbox One. Shit, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's okay. Easily done. Cock. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked how it could do things with your library, like play it at the right time, actually apply audio filters to it and stuff because it was handling it. And it's, it's cool. I want to play Rally Sport Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, don't On the stupid ice racing thing with the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my... If you take my old Xbox and plug it in, it still has the files on it that made yeah. up my Burnout Free soundtrack. Yeah. It's like that's the only music files I ever put on there. <laughs> and it was just a, just a really bad selection of songs as well. Well, just the thing, yeah. Well, I, 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 if I was to remember what I put on that Xbox and like listen to it now, it's just all rubbish. It's all shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. What was I thinking? Yeah. Man, Burnout 3 was a great game. Anyway. It was a great game for that feature too. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much cool. it really. I've not, not, not been doing a great deal. I've been super busy with work and stuff last few weeks, so it's it's been tricky. To get some serious time in. But. Well, next time we'll have Smash Brothers, there'll be tons of work. <laughs> well, well, don't know about that. Yeah, it's like, you know, some of the rumours about how really? long that's going to take seems like yeah, some crazy Yeah, someone said time. that Amazon emailed them, emailed them and said the new dispatch date was like December 19th. Oh, that fucking sucks. What the hell's going on, man? Yeah. Jeez. It, I, does, it does blow. If you're playing Elite before then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably I, I don't know if I will. I still need to buy that, like, 
that joystick's expensive and it's also out of stock in, on Amazon because everyone's going to buy one. I need to like order one, but like, I don't know. Like, anyway, I've still been playing Deus Ex. I carried on. Jeez. It's good. Um, I'm now at like Henshaw part two. I just did the bit, which is like almost a puzzle. If you're playing pacifist, which is save Malik because you crash land the, your helicopter pilot lady crash lands. Oh, right. Yeah. Shot down. And I then, don't think I bothered actually saving her. I was right. like, I tried to, but I was like, I'm like, I just can't do it in fast enough to stop them from shooting her. It's hard to do. <laughs> uh, so it's like almost like a little puzzle. And I knew it was coming. So I had, I, I got various augments yeah. that I thought would help. Like the main one was I bought maximum batteries and then I ate a whole bunch of chocolate <laughs> bars and then I was ready with my cloak. The cloak lasts for ages if you have five batteries. Yeah. So um, basically the trick was um, run up to the helicopter, immediate, uh, engage the cloak, and then there's two guys with the heavy machine guns. Mm-hmm. Run up to them. Apparently, I discovered that if you use the um, uh, taser thing, yeah, um, it doesn't disengage your cloak or anything, so they don't even notice. Yeah. So you just run up, tase both of them, basically, uh, and then tase the other guy who's nearby. And then uh, one of those droids drops in. You immediately EMP it with an EMP grenade. At that point, you don't need the uh, cloak anymore. Uh, and then just mop up, basically. Well, like, there's two snipers, so take them out with the Trank rifle and then run around, um, you know, um, judo-chopping the rest of the guards. <laughs> and they're still shooting, but they're not dealing very much damage. So you can, uh, at that point, you judo can run Judo-chop! Judo-chop! Uh, <laughs> that's basically what you do. You, uh, you get up behind someone and go, judo-chop! <laughs> and that's the end of them. I mean, I've pretty much played this entirely as a... It's almost like Splinter Cell. It's the, yeah, and mechanically, it's really good. I was trying to think what they could add to it because one thing it doesn't have, doesn't do that they could do in a future one, maybe, is it doesn't have the light stuff that Splinter Cell has. So there's oh, no okay, like, right, right. There's no, no like, hiding of bodies. In you the just dark. have a cloak. Well, and that's there, it. <laughs> there is yeah. hiding of bodies. You can drag bodies around corners, which you need to do to avoid patrols. But okay. there's no darkness thing. You just have a cloak. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But um, I think it could have worked. Like they could have had that as a mechanic. Had it's more a, shadowy stuff. Because it's a dark game, but there's nowhere, there's no flashlight, so there's nowhere that's actually dark. Like, it's a dark feeling game where it's all <laughs> it at just night. looks dark. Yeah, but there's actually, because in the original Deus Ex, it had a flashlight equivalent which was augmented, like, <laughs> night vision. Well, that's obvious that, 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 that um, it would make more sense than flicking Sam Fisher's ridiculous goggles if you yeah. had augmented vision, night vision, or whatever. You yeah. could upgrade it. Well, your eyes might glow in the dark a bit, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, he's, he's well, already got, how, like. That was how that worked in the original Yeah, Deus it was. Because it? it was actually a flashlight that came out of his eyes yeah. as well as actually augmented night yeah. vision so he could take off his sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he only wore the sunglasses because his eyes looked weird yeah. like, to, 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 mm. to avoid freaking people out, I think. And because his vision was augmented. Exactly. He could wear, wear them at night. Yeah. It was like, you look so poncy in that flappy coat and those ridiculous sunglasses that you're wearing at night. It's like, well, my vision is augmented. So <laughs> fuck you, Anna Navarra, or whatever your name was. I don't care. Uh, it's the maintenance man. <laughs> I wanted orange. It gave me lemon lime. <laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't have the awesome characters as the original, like no. Winter Herman and Anna Navarra and all those ge- genius, stupid cat and your brother and all that stuff. Like, mm. like he, the dialogue was kind of shitty in the original, but the characters were memorable. Whereas the ones in, they're not bad. Well, I mean, they're just not good. Uh, <laughs> sort of too like, middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little bit like, uh, 
but you know, it's it the, it plays really nicely, and I think there's a lot of detail in the world, not as much as the modern modern games, but right, right. but it it all looks good and stuff. Mm. Uh, so partly helped by. Okay, admittedly, it's slightly overused gold, but the art direction of that game seems pretty solid. The art direction is really good. It's one of the only games I've ever played where I really noticed the clothes that people are wearing. Oh, really? Like, they spent a lot of time thinking about what future... I think they had a lot of meetings thinking, hmm, what would future fashion look like? And stuff like that. That's kind of cool. And some of the clothes look look really cool. Do do you reckon that's Square using some of their links? You know, because, like, fancy. Yeah. Oh, it could be, yeah. I mean, if you go in the... um, in the office of the tech guy, who's a kind of a dick. Because um, the, the tech guy in the original was kind of, like, blasé about everything, would yeah. you say? Like, he even switched his like, sides halfway through the story. And he's like, he yeah. just turns up and he's like, and you, and you're, like, you're here. And he's like, well, yeah. And he's like, he can see you hacking into the computers. Yeah, yeah. In the office. And he's and like, all the emails. And he's like, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, he's like, so he's like super laid back. Alex Jacobson or something, was it? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. But the new guy, Pritchard, is kind of just a dick. But in his office, um, he's got a poster for Final Fantasy 20 or something. Oh, or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of cool. That's kind of neat. Uh, which makes sense as well. It. I mean, there's some things... I mean, it's a shame that there's a lot of detailed environments and stuff, but there's also a lot of repetition just in terms of like every computer is in the entire world is exactly the same. It looks the same. It has the same gold desktop and stuff like that. Like desks are the same and stuff like that. It's a shame there isn't more. I mean, that was true in the original Deus Ex that that all the computers look the same, but in this Mm -hmm. one, they're really prevalent because there's a lot of, there's, there's just more world stuff. Yeah. And so there's the more world stuff there is, the more noticeably the same, you just pick it, I guess. Yeah. You, just, you just spot it, and it's like, this is another desk. I mean, maybe they're trying to say something desk about... about um, well, maybe it's like, I mean, everyone has an iPhone, so I guess that's all the same. You know, Maybe they're okay. saying in the future, everyone has the same everything. Yeah, mega corporations have got so big yeah. that they only ever make one thing. Yeah, it's the only... best that it can be. Yeah, so that's kind of a shame. But it also, desk. But also means you know it's a computer, and you can hack, and you can look at it okay, so yeah, yeah. by just looking at it. Or to, a, to a point, yeah, so, that's, that's kind of useful, isn't it? Because yeah. it's like, if they had tons of computers everywhere, and like, and it's just, oh, for some reason, this one I can use, and these ones I can't. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it's cool. No, that might have been a gamey decision. You're right. You're probably right. But it's good. And, and like I say, mechanically, it's, it's really quite slick. And I think that yeah, that would be a cool thing to investigate doing a kind of first person stealth game with the with the light mechanics of mm. something like Spinster and stuff. And uh, and it doesn't make you wait too much. Like some some stealth games, yeah, like the patterns are just so awkward that you'd sat there for ages until your window comes. Exactly. Like, oh patience. shit! I missed it. Oh. Yeah, the patience involved. And I'm not good just, at that. Yeah. So, and this one has a quick save feature that works great. So. You know, if you, you can you can quick save your way through if you're getting frustrated by yeah, a cool. section, you can be like, "Oh, I got to the next wall, quick save." <laughs> Presumably, that wouldn't work so good on console. Then uh, I don't know. I've never played it on console. Um, consoles don't have quick save, do they? No, <laughs> like they never do. They uh, did in one case. I can't remember what game that was. It was a game that implemented actual quick saving on a console, yeah. and everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Actual useful thing on a console. I always like quick saving. It's kind of cheating. It is a little, but but, but I still like it. Yeah. Anyway, it's awesome. So, Unless you accidentally get into that situation where you've quick saved in the wrong spot and you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, then you then it's nice if you have a little history, like version mm. control. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. How far back do you want to go? Oh, I was just thinking that would be the ultimate the other week. I was thinking that would be the ultimate. You know how people pray that they live forever or some what would be the superpower? I was thinking mm. if you had like Git version control for your life, that would be the ultimate. Because you could branch at any time. You could go back to any branch. You could live any life. Mm. You could flick between them at any time. Mm. Uh, you could yeah, revert that, any commit. So if you committed yeah. every night, you could revert any night. or you could, And then you could merge. So you did one branch and then another branch. And then you could cherry pick commit days from one branch, merge them into the other. So you could make the ultimate life where you, guess, were, you yeah. knew everything and you were like... <laughs> would, your, would your age like... Well, you, you, you continue go, to age do it in every branch, but you could just revert to any previous state, day yeah, and, and start again. again in another direction. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be amazing. That'd be the ultimate superpower, pretty much. I think. Well, not you know, you couldn't do anything that a normal person could <laughs> yeah. do during the life. The ultimate superpower for exactly seventy years, more or less, and then. <laughs> Because you couldn't extend it any further unless you well, used your uber ultimate knowledge to like develop life extending techniques or something. <laughs> no, but you wouldn't have to because if you died, you'd have to have a system. You'd just revert. To, yeah, but you'd, like when you're seventeen, you'd be going back in time though. Surely. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, but you or the whole world though—that's the question. Well, you just reset, so it'd be like you woke up on that day, or whatever. I guess isn't the thing is, you isn't there a film a bit like that, but without the branching stuff? It's yeah, like probably where, where someone, some you, it, they could time travel, but it would t- time travel through their life, so so they could go back to any point in their own life and then yeah. redo it. But there was no like branching or anything like that, right? You you were writing over what you'd previously done. So yeah, you but they also, I think they also had the ability to jump forward or something as well, and there was. Like so, there were some interesting mechanics where it would fill in the blanks. Basically, I'm trying to remember what film it is. Yeah, but you'd, you'd, yeah, you'd, effect, wouldn't you, exactly. Then? Yeah, you'd, like they, they, the, the the example they used in it, it had like Bill Nye in it or something, <laughs> where, where he jumped back once till before his right. uh, son was born or something to see his see his dad like right. again before his dad died, and then he jumped forward again. And it turns out it, he had a daughter. And right. Like, oh, I've screwed this up. <laughs> yeah. Because in my in my variant, you wouldn't be able to do that unless you merge the two branches. So you'd have to like, and then it would say conflict revolution. You have to decide which parts of the life have happened in which way. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or can't auto merge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you need to rebase. Well, merging would be yeah. I don't even want to think about what how how a merge, how merge would work. work. I think you just have to rebase yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah you know. you'd save yourself the hassle. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, that would be cool. So yes, Deus Ex. It's good. I shall finish it probably because there's not much further, right? Hangshaw part two, a little bit, and then oh, there's the bit with the tracer tong going away on the boat. There's the like docks area. We've got the and then there's the base that you like on Singapore, right? Your the final base, and then there's the um, the the uh, Arctic platform thing with all the zombies or whatever. That's it at the very end. Yeah, I guess because like the boat section doesn't exist as a whole section unless you have the DLC. Really. You know, the, 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 the boat where you're travelling to the Arctic oh, place yeah, where yeah. you put yourself into a stasis pod yeah. really retardedly in a bit of a, like, classic Half-Life yeah, yeah, yeah. 2 um, where you just jump in the thing. It's like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's dumb. Well, maybe I should buy that DLC. Uh, it's probably not worth it unless it's cheap. Yeah. Well, there can't be that much at this point. No, it can't be. Although you never know. Sometimes with DLC, they never lower the price. Yeah, yeah DLC's weird like that. Anyway, so, Cool. And uh, I don't know what, what I'm going to play next. I'm, I'm still thinking Shadow of Mordor at this point. Um, yeah, that, does look, that looks cool. Because it would have been Far Cry 4, but I think I'll wait for a little bit on that. And then there's... Well, actually, we're practically at Chris. I mean, I'll probably just play Elite, probably. <laughs> anyway. See how I go. Still more than two weeks until that comes out, though. Right, oh, you need to... Uh, right. No, I'm already late. 
Cool. Right. Uh, that's it for the sad cast, would you say? Yep. Thanks for joining us. Uh, good cast, people. Good cast. Yeah. <laughs> Praise Pod- yourselves. Podcast. That <laughs> is all that is of the podcast. It is all over. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. There will never be more. Bye. There will never be more. Next time, oh, we'll, wait, we might have Smash Brothers or we might not. Probably yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. Look forward to the possibility possibility of a delivery to Rob's house. (laughs) See you guys.